back in it like hey. we never left it. Ladies and gentlemen, beautiful day out there in Toronto, a little bit chilly. Make sure you're wearing them extra layers, players, Brr. as we sit back and enjoy episode 17 of The Hidden Six. Yeah. With your boy, Space Boy Elroy, Zane. Hey, guys. Let's go. I'm still working on getting that beat for my boy. So. <laughs> new that, new come, intro he's coming. He's like Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Zane? What it do? Um, I'm here. A little bit of pain. Yeah, hurt. I kind of fix my back up. Damn, bro. You, you know, Bacosaurus Rex out here. Back. <laughs> you need a backyatomy stat. Bacosaurus Rex is funny. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. But that's some funny shit. I think you poured up the remedy before we started, uh, sir. Let's keep tradition go. going. Keep tradition alive. Uh, hey. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nothing too crazy at this point. Craig's like, say, oh, fuck, you're a chaser. All right, I'm going to say um, New Year, same shit. Different pile. What's up, everybody? It's been a while. Man, I ain't seen y'all all year. <laughs> we all been. Welcome to 2021. Again? Yep. We at this again. Uh, let's give a quick moment of silence to our good friend, Hidden Six alumni, Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. Tragic. Uh, as the world turns around the sun one more year, Kobe hopefully is looking over us with that Mamba mentality, everybody. Stay on that Mamba mentality. Stay strong. We got I this. I think um, in the conversation of like afterlife and like maybe them observing us, just mm-hmm. in that talk, mm-hmm. I think Kobe would be proud of what we've accomplished or what his Lakers accomplished. Because <laughs> they got a chip and he's out Both. there rolling. I think he'll take that. Kobe would definitely would have been in the bubble. Fair enough. He definitely would have been for the last game. Fair so enough. if it's if it's a if it's a setup to make LeBron win or it's a spirit of the Mamba, I'm down. I'm gonna I'm let it slide because you like when people come together mm-hmm. and people got over their shit and mm-hmm. they moved on. And Kobe was there for our maiden voyage into podcasting. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kobe, you had to be our top story, but um, that's that's how it goes, and we appreciate everything you did. I was never a big basketball fan in certain times, especially a Kobe fan, because just I guess it's a time I grew up. I grew up with like Jordan, mm-hmm. and it was, so it's like um, Jordan mailman fighting all the finals every time. So um, for Kobe Bryant and to see how much people loved him. Like I said, my daughter that time, she did a project on him and his daughter. Mm-hmm. And it meant a lot to me that, that my kid can give a crap about somebody she doesn't know. I think right? um, touching back on when you, the era of basketball yeah. that you watched and where you're introduced to Kobe, the jersey number will mm-hmm. tell you a lot. So if you knew Kobe as number eight or if you knew him as 24. I'm number eight. Number eight? Number eight first. Number eight first. Yeah, so, there I'm you go. You're still in the early stages. I, I don't know why. He, I don't know why he tra- why he changed that. Uh, honestly, I think it was because Jordan had the 23 locked down, and every player now that thinks they're you the shit. Stop doing that. Every high school, every freaking <laughs> middle school basketball team has that one kid rocking 23 it with makes all the, the arm sleeves on and like all the gear that doesn't even make them better. <laughs> so Kobe took the 24 to say, "I'm not comparable to Jordan. I'm Kobe. Well, this is 24 right now." So. Yeah, I'm rolling with that. What Le- LeBron? LeBron? I think that's what a lot of things were. A lot of um, new athletes. Some stay away from it now. Yeah. But then the '90s babies. Yeah. 
a lot of them would if you start doing the number of where you're you're 23 that's news and if i don a number and make it so legendary and then i tragically pass away guess what that number's off limits everyone out here is still rocking nobody the can do eight 24 or 24 24 is, is a wrap for that it's yeah for that. i think i think some people be like it's a good look They'll put on their shoes or something. Right. Yeah. You but gotta pay homage, you'll but pay you homage. can't directly wow. take that. So Kobe unknowingly one upped Michael Jordan without even knowing it. It's like niggas don't wanna wear my shit just out of <laughs> just out of sheer fear. <laughs> when you wear your shit, it's like I'm like you. Yeah, right? Oh. So there's crack. no next. So now someone has to hit the twenty-five. Or you could just play the underdog score and hit the twenty-two and be like, I'm not gonna get to Mike's stature, but I'm still different. Be like Kobe. You know? Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, but, man. Um, R.I.P. It's been a while. I'm sure his family still going through it. 100%. We're going to talk about that messy stuff. The whole that city of fucking L.A. is going through it, bro. Yeah, I don't think that's something you can ever recover from mm -hmm. fully because mm -hmm. as in sports, as we know, like Nelson Mandela said, sports brings people together. They took Larry King from a Zane. Yo, listen. Larry King, Regis Philbin, I don't care what you want to do. Alex Trebek. Fuck Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Everybody wants to be... Larry King mm -hmm. or Regis? Pants mm -hmm. down. All the podcast guys, all the anybody that does Charlotte, all those guys that do interviews, no matter what, you rather you you know you bro, I don't think everybody would ever in the in the real world we're living now, I don't think anybody can do that. What just in regards to contracts, just in regards to how people have multiple sources of income. Larry King was like I am CNN. When you're anybody that's anybody, you're like, nah, I'm talking to Larry. Nah, don't, don't send your freaking little intern. Don't send me your second rate. I don't want that bootleg Larry King, yeah. all right? I want the guy. I remember I was surprised when I see certain artists talking to Larry King. I'm like, how the fuck y'all scored that? Larry King's with the shits, bro. Or maybe CNN was trying to be with the shits. CNN's got money no matter what. Deep pockets will get you what you need. But Larry King was with the shits. People will go speak to him just off respect alone. Yeah, and they were saying that um, at his end, his wife was more like, yo, I'm, he was saying like, yo, my body's been through so much, like, I'm done. The, the losses are getting tougher to deal with, but in the matter of like, you're not surprised now. That element of surprise was ripped away when Kobe passed, right? And then yeah. with the other people we've lost along this way, hey, RIP to those as well, we will not forget. True. But we have lost our OG James Bond, our OG Jeopardy, our OG who wants to be a millionaire. I still want to be a millionaire. Yeah, I watched that show. Have you watched like Jeopardy yet recently? <laughs> no, I saw the opening because I think the the gentleman they had for Jeopardy, he was like the most winningest contestant, some shit like that. Like he he was the OG. So he would be fitting and he was very solemn and he was very he didn't have any personality, which was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't make it about him. Hey, I'm the new host. <laughs> you can't. You can't. No. You have to like. You have to somehow smooth into this, and everybody's like, "Hey, where's that? Hey, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute." So funny story. Recently, um, a question was asked, and Dave Chappelle was given. It was a photo. We'll get to that. I don't know if it was a daily double, <laughs> okay. but Dave Chappelle was the answer, and the three contestants did not know who this was. The three Jeopardy contestants who will answer everything from what geography. Was this? this was like two weeks ago. That's madness. Two weeks ago, bro. Dave Chappelle came up as the answer, and none of them could answer it. And he goes, I'll take classical music for 500. No, we cancel. <laughs> we can't cancel Jeopardy. We're going to cancel oh my Jeopardy. God. What's wrong with y'all, man? Wonder, um, I, I want to see the numbers of, of people just watch it, because I'm sure there are a lot of old grandmoms like, Alex Trebek was my man. 100%. Right? 100%. Oh, you're so cute with your sickness and you're just your oldness. so used to seeing that face associated with that name the game stays the same yeah. the name has changed the yeah who's doing change. um wants to be a millionaire 
Nobody cares. No fucking, wasn't it Drew Carey? He didn't just seems do, to back up everything. Didn't it do one English, one English lady at one time? They, they like had a female uh, version of Gordon Ramsay. The Ramsey. weakest link? That was the a, weakest link. You are the weakest link. Good boy. <laughs> that was just a diss. Yo, mana, weakest link. We weakest gone. link would definitely <laughs> be a meme. That's a meme in the right. Yo, yeah. Give oh me who goodness. wants to be a millionaire island version. <laughs> with fucking like yo give me like fucking Bavado as the host the talk that people have like like when you said um like in Vinci they have certain talks where it's like when you say something that's like cringy mm-hmm. it's like your pullback mm-hmm. yeah so they have all these all these talks now so I don't know how that you'd be a waste man who wants to be a waste man who wants to be a waste man <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't and it was like yo Kamal from, from from Driftwood you are not a waste man yeah eh? <laughs> <laughs> yo T-Dot game shows let's make this a thing alright we need more of those and, you know, time, during the time. I haven't had anything local since uh oh you remember uh oh no I thought it was um I thought I thought fucking that taxi game that taxi show Cash Cab Cash Cab Yo, when I met Ken someone, Con. I met someone who was on Cash Cab, and they I win? thought this guy was celebrity status. I'm they like, won? no way! I think so. I can't even remember now. Fuck. It was like, yo, you know, so and so, he's off Cash Cab. I'm like, say, yo, what? Canadian history is mad trash. Like, we not, we don't kill. They don't kill people. They never kill. They never like took it. Like, besides what they've done to the native to the to the to the native culture. Yeah, just gonna, yeah, uh, uh, oh, Craig's uh, like, right. yo, topic. when Craig <laughs> doesn't want to talk about something, isn't this interesting? <laughs> Did you kill abortion last week? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. What are you mocking Not all sorry. the women who were celebrating the streets of Argentina? Moving on. <laughs> that pull-out joke's still there if you want it. Oh, no, 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 So just touching briefly Let's on... Let's do this. Um, uh, we got lots. We b- Briefly on the island thing, okay. uh, Mavado's son charged with murder. Did okay. you hear about this? Okay. 18 years old. Now, I've followed that enough to know that, bro, the crime this kid committed mm. is on some heinous, like, cartel shit. You don't chop up the body, then the, it, it's they went of, all out, eh? Yo, you know what's bad? When you know, listen, I'm not rating you. If you can't get a clean beheading, you're not a G. Okay? <laughs> oh, Jesus! Don't tell me you fucking went through all this trouble to 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 try to behead. How you try and behead somebody, my nigga? Like, That's what the up. fuck is you dealing with? And like, to leave it like that is even more fucked up. Then you're like, yo, let me burn the house down because I seen it in the movies. Now his 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 father is condoning this behavior. But this is something that a lot of people have kept their eye on in the dance hall culture where you guys don't get it. Like hip hop is one thing. Yeah. But the island A body culture? count is a regular thing. <laughs> like a- catching a body as a celebrity. You are not celebrities. You explained this in another episode perfectly to me where the fact that if I can't reach out and touch you, you are not a celebrity in these friggin' parishes. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you- if you are not if you are too big for that and you don't have a body, then you're not doing it right. Now, people don't rate you for getting too big. People get you for, rate you for accessibility. Right. Because to know, it's like knowing, it's like to say, Michael Jackson will be bigger if they can see him on road once in a while. Right, right, right. right? Yep. Versus where it's just, we just hear songs and never see from him. But, um, and that's a thing in, in dancehall culture. We find a lot of the big head artists, when they have kids, these kids are running road. These kids are not fucking around. These are doing some heinous, like to, you know, semi chop somebody up then to burn the house down Fuck. and you're not even 20 yet like you're all wiling yo is it something about trying to step in their shoes and reach that status or is it just because they're kind of spoiled in that environment where they feel like they can run what you know what i mean like and if I i'm freaking so and so son yeah and i fuck something up like guaranteed in my mind i think my dad's got my back or his lawyer team yo, or, if but Shug, these guys don't beat cases out if there if suge knight was yadi 
scary shit. Listen, people, Zane's dropping gems here. I hope y'all I, ju- I them just up. thought about that. I'm like, if Shug Knight was like, exactly, wow. exactly, wow. So, but that's what we have a lot of Shug Knights there, and these artists will still. That's different because it's almost weird when you don't hear rap artists shooting each other. No, they might have camp beef. They might have their minions do the work, but. Artists get shot in Jamaica on a regular. It's like, a regular thing. Niggas don't give a fuck, bro, because I grew up with you. You're still that dusty little kid that wanted to finger my sister. Like, oh, that's, that's how these guys, these guys don't look at it no any other way. And it's and after a point, it comes hate. Like, oh, you want to shine? I know you're a bum-ass dude. I feel like Toronto follows in those same footsteps. Yeah, that shit here is messy, too. Toronto's nasty like that, bro. Like, you Man. could be you know, a stone throw away. And just because the other guy's getting shine and all of a sudden he's getting raided from all these different celebs or he's getting yeah. some type of clout, now your only option is to take that person out. So I feel like I can, those two correlate. Yeah, I um, I notice a lot of a lot of police tra- uh, presence in my area. Yeah. More so I've seen in a month. So something went off. Okay. And the stuff that makes the news is scary. It's a shit that don't make the news. Facts. I'm surprised, and this went back to say when my, when my nephew got killed a couple of years ago, I realized how many stuff don't make the news, Craig. They can't. If it's an ongoing investigation, they have no way that if they report it, it's just going to book everything and make everything worse than it is. For them, enough. it's like if I, do, if I do some dirt and I turn on CP24 and don't see my name on there instantly... I all of a sudden get back to regular business. So now they're going to catch me at the 7-Eleven just thinking it was a normal day. Because you're slipping. Yeah. Damn. Speaking of slipping. The cops caught you lacking? Young Lava. <laughs> you heard about this? I don't know if you ever follow Young Lava. So for those that don't know, new Go listeners, ahead. what's up? Shout out to all the old and the new. Shout out to all the frontline workers. Shout out to all the uh, Toronto rappers out there. Yeah. Thank you uh, for not shooting at us. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Young Lava was a uh, up and coming rapper from Rexdale. I say up and coming, but his older he, he, brother. They're never up. They've right, always been rapping. Right. Yeah, so his yeah, older brother yeah. already got shot and already passed away, okay. which is unfortunate. But Young Lava was on the run for two years, for those that don't know. So you know who Take is? Yes. In the States? So for those that don't know, Take in the States was someone who committed a murder, then rapped about it, basically got famous off the track that was about the murder and ended up getting 50 years in prison. Is that the prison. one where he drove around with his boy yeah. in the car? Yeah. The yeah. race. Now right? my question is: Is that on some some PTSD shit, Craig? No, it's ignorance. The dude legit so? was like, "Yo, this is my time. This is my moment. And if I can get famous before I get booked, I'm gonna have enough money or enough lawyers or out, enough connections to be able to come out on top even of this." In fifty years, right? Now the fact <laughs> is, yeah, that's I don't want to listen to you at fifty rapping about your boy's dead body in the car. He ain't make it that far. Fuck. He ain't make it that far. He got booked, and it got to the point where the lyrics that he used were used against him. So, anyways, not to stray too far from no, this. You didn't, you didn't, don't even stray. That's also a uh, um, handy point. That's becoming a thing. What like what you legally, say? where what you say on records is gonna be held against you. That's what I'm saying, bro. Now you I'm mad be because <laughs> when. Um, Meg is telling me and Cardi telling me gonna suck me dry. How do what what what's the repercussions for that? Now Leave this- some. <laughs> I don't even like macaroni. She led that- me on. You heard WAP. I don't know what you're talking about. Macaroni in a pot. Jeez. What am, am I eating here? What's going? <laughs> that was a very disgusting line. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You know, but no, I I get it. No, I no, think no. it's the sound. No, no, no. The masculinity and rap, that was the full reverse of that. That was the full 180, and it was actually funny to hear that and actually me be offended. And I realize how that's, many men really are not fond of that song. That's some that's some rough but shit, bro. Is that in itself like male 
trying to control shit again. Because, um, oh, wait, that's too vulgar. I know we're all over the place. You're right. We'll get back to take care and his dead buddy. But um, it's the fact of um, a lot of guys are not rolling with that song. Facts. And he should, and it, the problem is, it probably should have been the counter opposite. It's the song is to empower women, but at the is same it? time, yeah, but Who it's the same. Who said that? It is because they're promoting, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want at the end of the day. Now, I never thought about it. Like, sex symbolism is always sh- important. Isn't slut shaming doing whatever the fuck you what want? What I'm saying is about <laughs> to be slightly offensive to some. Okay. And I'm still not sorry because I'm just giving you my perspective on I this. I got you. Right? The views at the Hidden Six should not be used against us. Mm. Basically, <laughs> what it comes down to is sex symbolism, whether male or female, is always dominant in hip-hop itself. Hip-hop and rap, it's always about that sex symbolism and it's that, like... Taking that 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 alpha male now alpha female right. So you take a little Kim, you take those types that started it off, started the wave right. But I'm feeling bad like bop me to some of these songs. Yo, I dare a girl to tell me she's gonna do half of those things in that song. Yeah, I'm not fucking with you after that. A lot of songs I want nothing I'm, to do with you. You're uh, nasty. I don't know what. No, it you is. took it too far. All right, <laughs> you, can't you want a little say dirty that, talk? Craig. We're okay, but you took Stay it too out far. Stay business. No, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that subtle. It's okay to be a freak on the on the sidelines you know what i mean but when you were just broadcasting this come on now you just kind of ruined the but element of surprise does here. that doesn't that show maybe that's all you ready for hockey term that's all in their wheelhouse <laughs> Yo, this and, <laughs> and that's all they got don cherry be proud of you sir yeah you <laughs> think um <laughs> friend of the show um <laughs> you do you think meg can give you the Listen, I was the guy that liked the teenage pregnancy songs and abusive boyfriend songs, like those Waterfall TLC. Yes. Oh, I remember walking home with girls from school and they're singing that and I'm like, don't go chasing one. I'm but, like, yo, let me be left eye. But that right? was subtle, you know what I mean? This is like, I'm telling you who the male uh, fan base is, those that like getting stepped on. Like getting put down. Bottom feeders? Yeah, I'm telling you right <laughs> now, bro. Those simps, those OnlyFans subscribers, wow. that's the tune for y'all. That's your anthem out there, bro. I'm still not fucking with none of that. You sick. No. Nah, Chatterbait's free. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the story, folks. So what was the story? <laughs> Young Lava, rapper out of Rexdale. Yes, His sir. brother's already been shot, right? So they've had beef with another area for a long time, and this is documented and well-known. Long story short, a murder comes up. Young Lava goes on a run. Two people out of three turn themselves in. This guy disappears without a trace. Yeah. Guess where this guy gets found? Where? Minnesota. Damn. Minnesota. So him and another fugitive from Canada oh, separate great. from this incident. So we're linking up now? Right? I Follow best, me I, on this. Yo, a collab. When you're on road, on road. This is the definition it's of on double road. road. Yeah. Yo. So they get caught in Minnesota. The truck or whatever vehicle they're in has Florida plates. Sorry, no. Let me get my facts straight. Let me get my facts straight here. You're, no, already, no, no. You're, you're already standing out. The vehicle has Texas license plates. They get caught speeding in Minnesota. The other fugitive license is forged from Florida. And Young Lava got a fucking supposed uh, forged license from Ontario. He's a, a different man's? name, right? He's a man's. They get caught with 60 straps in the vehicle. What? 60 straps. Here's my problem with so many guns. Ooh. How many of those you can shoot? Yo, honestly, no ammunition was found. Not one lick of ammo was found. So you're telling me you just got back to business after driving around with your boy? They're eating on road, but see, trouble finds trouble. Rather than dig your head down in the sand, you said, fuck this, yo, I still got to eat while I'm out here. You didn't even think about coming back to Canada. I don't think that was, if I'm him, I'm not even thinking about coming back. I need to make a new life. I need to make a new identity. That's crazy. Do all what all the Canada, the fugitives in Canada do. Go to Edmonton. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) 
<laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so no, now, that's true. Fuck allegedly. So they now, all go to Edmonton. Don't give the sauce. Away. We're here to stir the okay, sauce. Okay, don't shoot at us. <laughs> so now he's facing federal charges in the U.S. And once he fights those, he's facing expedition back into Canada, which he'll likely face a heavy sentence for. I don't know if it's first degree murder, but he's likely facing a hefty sentence when he comes back. Um, I don't know about you. I'm much rather the jails on this time. Jeez. This oh, you definitely want to do your yeah, life. Yeah, the Canadian in jails Toronto are mad nice. Canada. They're mad nice. Like I got oh, yeah. people in the system, and all they talk about not like people in the system, but people working in the system. Mm-hmm. And all they talk about is how nice they want to be to the inmates. It's sweet. No matter how <laughs> much weird. Toronto wants to back it's up weird. its tough guy so reputation. Like, Yo, you never choke a nigga out. Yo. You know, bust his head to the white meat. <laughs> He's like, nah, nah, leave that for the white dudes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I just thought that was crazy, bro. So he's been dubbed Canada's Tay K throughout this. Is his music uh, going to get more followers? I'm mad. Don't nab me and name me after the dude you nabbed me with. Hey. I'm fucking swinging. Right? I'm my own legend. Right? Legends. Legends. I Man. thought that was crazy, bro. So no more rap collabos with fugitives. I'm just saying, young love is a rap for that. I almost admit the ballsiness, but... I liked his raps. Why don't fugitives do the 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 CAI? You know when when someone worked for the CAS, CAI, CIA, the CIA, and they're like, "I'm going off the grid." You find them chopping woods in some cabin. Why don't the niggas get a cabin and disappear Facts. in Minnesota Facts. or Montana? You can be the, now. You might stand out as a black guy living in the woods, but. There'll be a little bit of oddities there, but no you don't have no neighbors. You, up on the rap charts you don't have no neighbors. You don't have no welfare check coming oh. your way. Just live off the grid. Come on, guys. Look. Do your crimes, kill people, sell drugs, and get off the grid. They missed one thing. One thing. Jeez. But the fact that he even got into the States just amazes me, bro. Like, that's next level. The shit. fact that he had tons of guns. Who's selling you this shit? How are you I'm like, yo, why straps? are you in my house? Who There's co- a line of cops behind you. <laughs> Whose connect are you linking up with? Like, yo, it's my boy. He's on run right now. But- Worst connect ever because now those guns are gone. Right. Right? Right. Now that connect is dead. See, we Thanks, may be talking at our ass here, but at the same time, man, I'm just, un- I was un- I was just in shock when I saw this. Yo, and shout out for the Toronto rappers that don't press us. Hey, that's right. Fuck that's the right. ones that did. <laughs> that's right. Okay, what am I going to do? Okay, we, 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 we try to keep some continuity here, but... I want to be all over the place today. Go I don't ahead. give a fuck. Craig. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going at Throw it. Throw the dart. Craig, I've been watching The Bachelor. No. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. All right. This is how they got me. It was a brother. Mm-hmm. It's a black guy. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm rolling. Because it's always a whole bunch of Tom Brady's. <laughs> they're all Tom Brady's, right? Either oh. they're all named Tom or all named Brady's, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, there's a nigger involved in this. I'm loving this. I can say that. That's our <laughs> word. Y'all give it to us. So it's, we took it back, right? Homeboy doing this. Bro, I've never felt so bad for women. It's just not, I don't, I don't even know how this shit's allowed to exist. The mental, the emotional trauma, mm-hmm. this guy is sucking face with every single girl. He's playing everybody. He's soft too, like. That's for the ratings. I could though. probably take him. I'm sort of guy. You, you step up, I'm knocking the fuck out. Come get my girl, kill you. Suave, I'm in. She like them six pack, but she like this pack. Hey, but um, hey, I understand. I just, I, I've never watched. I've watched The Bachelorette, and I think um, maybe it's a sexist. I'm okay with the guys tearing each other apart. 
because that's men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're, if you go to a club and the, the ratio is off, you're going to see five men thirsty as fuck scrapping over the same girl. Customary. Right. It's it's as it should be. Right. Now, when the tables turn and you got more gal than men. When the gazelles are eating the lions. Then there's a different it's story. A different it's a different narrative. Bro, you know, so now <laughs> me and my girl are watching The Bachelor and then we're like, we have our top three. Uh, we have who's going to meet mom. You know, that's usually the last uh, couple episodes, the mm-hmm. ones that meet mom doofs. You know, our profile homeboy, he's uh, mixed. He, I think his dad was black. And, of course, uh, his he's mom's light Yeah. Bachelor, he, what the fuck? His first thing he said, bro, I don't want no pressure of getting a black woman. And I'm like, you didn't tell the black girls that that are coming because that's their angle. Every black girl on the show tells them about, you know, when I force to straighten my hair. You look at everybody's um, way of getting to him, and I'm thinking, I'm like, no, he don't give a fuck about that. Don't talk about you happy that there's the first black man and as a black woman. And it's weird because we're all known to talk like this, where if I was one of those black girls, mm-hmm. and because he's a black guy, I would want to connect with him on that level. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so race plays a factor when it comes down to it. And it's weird because it's almost like, those girls were like programmed to pull that card. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he made up, and his card was nah. That's fucked up. To me, I'll be honest, in, in, in the body of a white man, this fucked up to me because I feel like interracial dating is so open towards whites. Whereas what you're saying here is like an issue I don't think I would. Uh, I get where you're going. You know what? I can't relate Hold my hand on this conversation. I can't relate to it. Hold your hand this. Black women are weird when black men are dating anybody outside the race i'm just saying that when it comes down to it you're it's all not, here not for saying, entertainment hey, i'm saying not all black women yeah yeah but i am allowed i'm i can say that i've whether it's on whether it's writing on tv you don't Yo, have don't to write that. wrong even when black women end up with a white man there's still a stereotypical white guy that they end up yeah, with yeah, yeah, and yeah. i'm not saying it's that hood dude the but clean, no, he's, he's either the clean cut office guy there's a there's a niche it's to never this. a very regular regular <laughs> dude if they're gonna get a waste man they're gonna get he's either the one that's <laughs> old, he's either a simp or like some um some like business tycoon whatever oh, okay. now hey I actually more enjoy when I've seen in the media where girls are like, go ahead, girl, get your swirl on. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, do your shit. I love Facts. that when the girls are like, hey, fuck, shit, I wish I jumped whack trains or whatever, right? Craig, there's some white girls, rooting, there's some black girls rooting for you out there. If you got, <laughs> if you got five Beckys in the room, then it oh, doesn't man. matter. A black guy takes a picture of five Beckys. I'm just He's king. saying. <laughs> I'm like, just that's a good night. He's That's being persuaded. He is drinking the poison. He is <laughs> eating the apple of Eve right here when he's got these selections in front of him. Now, full transparency Full transparency here. If we talk about a woman, I got to be equal and talk about the men. Mm-hmm. Me, crap, I fucked up there. <laughs> <laughs> Some black men. <laughs> Some black men. If Statistic the w- show. I think it, I think it depends on how fine they are both ways right if the man if the woman if the if the black guy is like super fine yeah there'll be more hate than not who does he fear more he fears a black woman there you go there you go see y'all ain't being approachable you can't do that enough. craig y'all ain't approachable <laughs> enough all right we're getting to the bottom of the roots and right fuck mask and headphones it's your bad headphones like how are you gonna pick up a girl now with a mask and a headphone okay but no like it's just the, the premise oh with the God. back to the show is just it was so apparent that the girls that don't come with that talk mm-hmm. get it in. Okay. 
if you don't come with the narrative of um oh woe is me black girl i know this sounds bad but i know what i'm saying it's like scripting a scripted show that's it's, what drives me it's, insane they came with a script and yeah. he's like ah, yeah, yeah you're gonna play I've off been, on that because i'm on this show there's a high expectation of me to leave with a black girl and that's not right. And I think that's what he's saying, that that expectation on him is not right. So the girls that come with that for a connection, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see you losing already. Yeah. Because if the guy states that from getting, he stated that like in, a, in his bio. That's fucked up. Right? So the, my girl I'm heavy running, my girl likes a chick with a fat, the tiny body and the fat ass. I don't think she's going to lose. When, I, when a black guy say fat ass, it means great, great physique. It's not you're a fat ass. A big booty Judy. Yeah, it's they like call it. you're nice. You're really, really nice. Of course. So, you know, we have our uh, our dudes. Do- and I'm not rolling with homeboy. He's really soft. He gets, unless this is scripted, he, he, the girls that get his attention, the girls that don't mingle to the rest, yeah, yeah. they got issues. So whenever he comes to, for the date, yeah. oh, where's Crystal? <laughs> oh, she's not here. With a K? He goes to Crystal with a K and she's in the room. And he would like come in the bed and cuddle with her and spoon her and be like, what's wrong? And all the bitches are cheese. And <laughs> I I'm I don't like to see I don't know, maybe oh maybe it's me. God. It's to see these women just be so nasty. It's like, come on, ladies, don't let the guys don't agree with us. <laughs> okay, let's okay, I'll make one reference to this. Flavor of love. I thought that show was different because everybody was Fucked up. That was just a bunch of like clout potential chasers. drug addicts and clout chasers. That's just what it was. Everybody was hopped up, yeah. drunk as fuck. Yeah. Bro, Bridget, what they did to that, what they showed her to be, I was like, damn. Right? This is you in real life. Right? Like you're cracking a bottle of vodka. I can't play into the TV shows only because I know that there's a narrative that everything's following, right? So at the end of the day, ratings are going to be the most important thing. That relationship, they don't give a fuck if y'all are together for years and happily, happily ever yeah. after. They, they want ratings. That season needs to be popping. And they will take what they learn and they will roll it out until the next season You're and the next season. You're absolutely right because there's a girl there that she calls herself the queen. Yeah. She's a bitch. Right. She ain't even the finest, really. Let's talk about See, it. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> and she, her, you could tell her tactic is she'll bully everybody, but she's one of those girls she can't take. She's insecure herself. She can't take when anybody tells her, like, you need to chill out. She can't handle being called out for her fuckery. But I would say get rid of her early. Okay. But I told my girl, like, this is why she's in the show. They That's need it. that one motherfucker there. That's it. To just fuck shit up. Like these girls and men send audition tapes in. Let's not forget. So there's a room full <laughs> to of to producers. The bachelor? Yeah. There's a room full of you're producers that right. stream Yo, this you're shit. Sending, listen, listen. If you're the guy that's sending review t- um interview tapes, like, you know, to check to to audition for the bachelor, <laughs> you are the wildest motherfucker. Shame I'm on te- you. Your friends can't hold you down. They can't Who tell does you. does this? Because they're typing like with like, and I'm betting all these bitches. You need half, you need half and half. You need, I like walks in the park and I'm crazy that I'm I'm down <laughs> for a bisexual bachelor. Hey, but we had that. We had, um, 
flipping uh, Te- Tila, Tila Tequila. tequila. Yo, shout out Tila. Yo. Yo, shout out, shout out. Real ones, though. Shout out to the Mosquito Queen herself. <laughs> Look at you, man. See, okay. Was it? Oh, fuck. MTV, you might have got me on this. If there's some MTV that might be in the mix, I may know a little Talk bit about, about something. shit that you know that you lost brain cells watching. And then there was the twins afterwards. I can't oh, remember those twins. Oh, my God. I was actually going to say that, though. Plot twist. All the, the ladies that get... Tequila? She had a nice-ass... Por- Sorry. She had a nice-ass OnlyFans video. Right. <laughs> all the ladies... Plot twist. All the ladies on Bachelor that get denied, they become fierce couples. I now tell, what? I t- uh, as I'm to expect... Because remember, girl, break the shit down, right? The girl... We look for the next Bachelorette. First of all... Who's going to get their heart broken? Who's going to be the one that's going to start the next season? Yeah. I The reason why I'm still watching the show, majority of the women on the show, they're really pleasant. Yeah. They're really nice to each other. Like, and maybe I'm wrong because I haven't seen or paid attention to the last couple of bachelorettes, mm-hmm. bachelors. So there's like a sense of community. Now they invite five new bitches in. Sorry, five new women in, right? The girls call each other bitches. I can call them bitches too. Fuck off. We're right? bringing it so back. We're bringing it back. <laughs> we're bringing Gangster bitches. Gangster rap made me do it. Sorry. <laughs> no, wow. Macaroni in a pot made me do it. Right? I'm not calling you nice things when you say your pussy's a macaroni in the pot. Thank you. Sorry. I'm just saying, did you lower the price Listen, of the vagina? For those just who out saying. there who have sex from time to time with their non-significant other, I nothing's better than calling them the worst names in the world and they don't object. Yo, make it feel special, yo. Make me feel like I had to finesse the situation and I'm lucky to get in them pants. Don't make it feel like I was the the top of the selection. Like I was just the chosen one and I hit the raffle. This might be the rum talking, but... I counted how many jelly beans were in a jar. That's why I get the WAP. That's, I, no, nah, no, that's, you're, I you're get off the... If your mom see what you're fucking doing right now. <laughs> 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 Moving on. <laughs> if your mama only... If your mama only... Oh my God. But, you know, the show... Like I said, I know we're spending a lot on this, but this, this, um, I don't watch anything and just watch it. I watch and dissect. Like my, that's how my brain works. Right. I don't just watch him like la di da. I'm right, just right. going through everything. That guy's a pussy. I'm not a fan of him. <laughs> right. But I love it because he's a black man. I can't be for black people. Right. So I'm mad that there are a lot of girls that I think that should get an opportunity to not go in. And the bachelor is something that I'm gonna be watching for a little while to my girls' delight. Right. I'm just saying, if that's your cup of tea, by all means. But when it comes to those kind of shows, like they're corruptive at the same time, right? Because they're pushing a different narrative. When you're talking about the soap opera versus like the love and hip hops versus like the reality, it's a different kind of nasty. It's I all see just you. different kind of. Things, I hear you. you they're know what all I mean? greasy foods. It's all different kind of things still. So mm. good luck to that guy. Well, good luck to our bachelor segment, and that's our bachelor update brought to you by Zane. <laughs> Extra. Okay, <laughs> suit for that. Um, oh, where are we at God. now? Uh, we could go. Okay, so forget about the bachelor. Mm. Um, Mike Jones. Now, Mike someone Jones. brought this up to me. It was fucking Jake. <laughs> Jake, we were doing a Juicy J thing, and Jake was looking for, um, was it Sipping on My Scissor? One of the songs. He was looking for a, for a 3 6 song. A throwback. He was looking for a, a throwback, throwback, right? Because, you know, when we work, you know, we want some good vibes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm going to appreciate that uh, I think this era of youth is much more susceptible to older music. Like these call this like vintage shit. Like they love this shit, right? They will rate something that's a one hit wonder without even knowing it's a one hit wonder and be like, this is life. This and is then the we're rating right? the one hit wonders from 10 years ago <laughs> and we're saying this is life. So I guess yeah. that's our common ground. Right. So that's where we draw. So they were doing that. And I'm like, he was playing back then. They still want me. Now. E- and I'm like, 
Mike fucking Jones. Where is Mike Jones? The rapper Mike Jones came to rap, I say, mm. to get a pair of grills and leave. <laughs> um, That's all I can say about Mike. And I feel like I brought up Mike Jones in the podcast. But you got to run. When your name was the ad lib. Then you did something right. Mike Jones. Mike Jones is a household name at the end of the day. So there's no longer. Tried. Wait. Who was first? Two Chains or Mike Jones? Mike Jones still. Because he was Titty Boy. Mike Jones still. Mike Jones Ooh, still. Mike Jones still. It's no get, longer who is Mike Jones. It is now where is Mike Jones. Those that know, please comment on the IG. Mike the Jones. <laughs> yeah, I just, now I'm, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it was never um, that. Mike no Jones. So, see, this is my thing. Like, you know, I'm a hip-hop head. Most fans know that. Mm-hmm. You know that for sure. So, yeah, Craig is definitely the guy that's going to be... If there's a movie where hip hop saves the world, Craig's one of the minions. Picture the History Channel. Craig's the Gandalf. Meme. Picture the History Channel's meme with the guy talking about aliens, and then it's just me with the hair who has no I business speaking guy. about it. Yet I've studied this shit, so fuck you, fuck you very much. All right. Yeah, you don't need the hair. Here's my take on this. So, uh, Texas before it became an international scene was a very much underground scene, like um, like a Cali, like a, the Chop and Screwed came from Texas. Chop and Screwed, yeah, okay. correct. So. When you come down to it, Mike Jones on his own, yeah, by all means, where did he go? He just came in here for 10 seconds of fame and dipped out. Now, yeah. what he represents and the Swisha House camp, that is a whole different cup of tea right there. Yo, Mike Jones was part of a conglomerate, bro. These guys were trendsetters when they came out. Who else was in Swisha House? Slim Thug, I'm... Paul Wall, Fuck. Chameleonaire, Zero, who had some bad allegations against him recently. Um, you had uh, DJ Screw. Sorry, no, not DJ Screw, flipping uh, Paul Watts. Yeah. Um, and basically, when Texas started popping, it was a separate thing. So DJ Screw and Paul Watts were two separate things. So anybody who's with the screwed up click was on one side. You got your Bun B's, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, your yeah. Pimp C's, you got so-and-so. Then you have your Swisha House, which was like North and South Texas that were... And this is the same well, way Swisha that... Swisha House came in as almost like the new gen. Yes, but yeah. they were the ones that came mainstream. Because when you're in Texas, you will always sell out. Mike Jones is probably selling and out shows till this day. I think day. that's why Bun B and some of these guys were like, we are all right. Right. Because Texas. Holds it down. Unlike Toronto. Yeah. Texas, they they worship their local artists and they make sure like, yo, listen, you don't have to pop out here. We got you. Right. You don't have to pop out there. Right. We got you here. And but that's when, something I always notice. But when you bring it back to the early 2000s and the late 90s, it's somewhere it's similar to LA where it was like if you were a crip and I was a blood, we couldn't work together. Whereas yeah. now it's like open season and Texas was very like that. Like if you had if you were from the south and you bumped a tape from the north, they would throw that shit out of your whip and stomp it down. Like so <laughs> they were not fucking working with each other Excuse for a long ass time. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Yo, I'm mad because if you Google Damn, Craig. Goddamn technical If you Google Mike Jones, Slim Thug picture shows up right next to 100%. it. 100%. Then all the other pictures are of Mike Jones. Somebody did that on purpose. <laughs> One thing I learned with like Google searches, you can curate that shit where they don't get your oh dick pics. Right? So I'm already swinging as Mike Jones. All right. All right. right all right. Um, heads up. Mike Jones network, net worth. Can you guess? 10 million. Fuck, Craig. Six. Six? six you still got mil. six M's in the bank? You can still f- con- you can God still damn. scrape up three mil? You're doing all right. Cash? That's without any other endeavors? Because I don't remember what he did. 
See, and he's right now. He was the first guy to show me that um, grills make your lips swell. <laughs> because I'm like, yo, why are your lips so pouty? I'm like, oh. Because you had that grill in there. Yeah, your mouth's just aggro because you have platinum in it. Mike Jones did Mike Jones, but he had a very quick rise and fall, right? Like he teamed up with the Bubba Sparks and made the Miss New Booties and made the wear, you know what I mean? Back mm. thens and he came up in that little pocket and then he fizzled out, but he did it gracefully. He didn't do this with like Mike Jones comeback season. Like there was no Mike Jones comeback. He just accepted yeah. it and kept it moving. Right? Well, one thing I learned from a lot of like the, the Texas artists, maybe back then, like those a lot of those guys might not have a plan B. Nothing. It was more like, get as much as I can, yeah. buy a big enough house, and fuck off. And chill back, fall now, back. Because you mentioned all those names, yep. and I'm like, the only one that stand out, yeah, the only one that stand out was Chameleonaire. Yeah, Chameleonaire, because he kind of went more mainstream than others. He did his MTV Pimp My Ride when Exhibit said, I'm fed up with this shit. Chameleonaire was the face, right? And... Uh, what's the best way to put it? You know, at the end of the day, these guys had their time, but the Slim Thugs are still around. Slim Thug does a vlog now. He's got Boss Hog Life. You've got, you know, Paul Wall is always going to be. He must have followers to still. Oh, facts, facts. Paul Wall is ingrained in the grill culture. You know, like they've made their stamp. Mike Jones was never like, what after, right? Yeah. Chameleonaire is, is famous now for investing in tech. This guy went Silicon Valley on everyone and said, fuck y'all, I'm rich, peace out. Yeah. I was watching an interesting uh, interview the other day, and it's about a Chicago rapper, Lil Bibby. You ever hear about Lil Bibby? I've heard about Lil Bibby. So I yeah, never really course. took in his music, I'm not yeah, going to lie. I didn't take it in, but I know of him. We know about him, right? Lil Bibby retired in 2017. This guy started rapping in like 2014, 15. Um, I'm going to stop you. Mm. Chameleonaire is 41 now. Yeah. Crazy to think. 50 mil net worth. Yeah, he, he invested wisely. He took his MTV money and he put oh, that in Oh, investment segment's coming. Mm. Y'all better stop fucking around. <laughs> Robin Hood about to give you all the... Y'all better stop fucking around. <laughs> Shit. Go on, but Yeah, Kurt. when it comes down to it, um, Mike Jones... He's probably still infamous. He's in Texas. He's able to he's do a show. I know. This could probably have like rib joints and shit. Even on your worst day, your feature price is probably 10, 20K. If your show price is 10,000, you have seven days in a but week. You can still make 70 grand. Like that a week. kid asked me, who the fuck is Juicy J? That's rough. So I don't think my joke, if Juicy J is not known, mm. he dropped the album last week, which I said, I love that, ju that new Juicy J album. Mike I Jones. Some sick chance on it. Mike Jones had uh, Mr. Jones. He had what you said back then. He had still tipping, which was big for all of Swisha House. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's any more was songs. Back then, you still won't. Name me one Mike Jones mixtape. I have no. I idea. couldn't either. And he Facts. probably has a. He has tons. If you're in Texas, 100. percent Name Craig, me one Mike Texas. Jones album. <laughs> Everybody and their mama yo, is moving to Texas. Yo, Weekly Creep, we on our way. Yo, hold it down. Weekly Creeps in Texas. They in Texas, bro. What? Sorry, for those of you that don't know, go follow <laughs> Weekly Creep. You just sent them straight to the ad. Correct in the post the ad in. Weekly Creep. Listen, at least we got a place to stay. Facts. We know we got Fuck, a home. Here's the thing. A lot of people that are moving to Texas, thanks to Joe Rogan, a lot of people are moving to, to Texas. They say the first thing they get told, hey, don't make this here like what y'all lived. Right? Right? It's a whole different lifestyle don't when you get Don't come down there. here and bring your views and your values. So Can't. am I moving to Texas to buy a, a million dollar house with 300000 
a big ass but truck at the with expense some of being called nigger from time to time i don't know depends on where you are i don't know craig it's i like cultural. not being called nigger on I mean, the random they're spanish they're multicultural depends on where you move in texas i don't mean shit they got a fence down there <laughs> that's what the fence is we're gonna go see yeah. the fence they should make the fence a national a like landmark a site. <laughs> yeah okay i said too much oh, no because i'm God. not um i'm definitely not um Cool being called nigger on a random. I remember, I still remember the one time some people drive by and were like, yo, nigger. That's and I'm fucked like, up. I ran down the road at, behind the car doing 80 miles an hour, being like screaming, one y'all come at me. Something. <laughs> Do something about it. Um, the Texas, closet race is your coming. time is coming. <laughs> I would feel uncomfortable in Texas, bro. I so? feel like, yeah. Yeah, because you, you, and the other thing is a place where you might not want. Who's calling out somebody in Texas to say, like, yo, you can't say that? What demographic do you fit into in Texas? There's very few pockets. Like I said there, Fuck. there is the Spanish and the Bro, Latino I'm community. Not, I'm not 10 gallon hat in it. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm not either. 100%. Just 100%. And am I going to fit into the street scene? Did you just say thank you? Am I going to fit into the street scene? No. Yo, no I could way. Make, I could, we could make Tooks big in Texas. They're going to be like, you a plant. Yo, Tooks in Texas? Hmm. Texas Tooks? Hmm. Copyright. Sauce Walker's going to call pending. us out. <laughs> Sauce Walker call out anything that he invented, bro. Oh, shit. So it's apparently, so Sauce Walker was the first rapper I know that got a uh, diamond uh, implanted into the side of his face. He bought up. Can I have a shot there? On all the strippers doing that? Oh, I Sorry. Get, this uh, moment's brought to, brought to you by Drunk as Hell. Just had to pull up real quick. Yeah. Um, Sauce Walker got a diamond implanted in the side of his face. First to do it, Johnny Dang did it. Paul does, Wall, Johnny does, Dang, get this, get the correlation here. Does it look good? Yeah, it's all right. It's, I've never seen it on Johnny Dang's face. I'll get into this in a moment. And basically, I think that hip-hop is taking on a, a rock slash metal-ish vibe. You're doing this again? I, I thought will. we did that in a party like a rock star. There you go, but it's coming back. Believe me that. Uh, Believe me, you heard it here first, all right? Uh, the Messiah has spoken. Now, so Sauce Walker gets an implant of a big-ass diamond. I think, I forget how much it cost, but it was a couple hundred grand for this diamond. Massive. Yo, Lil Uzi Vert, you know how much the diamond is that he just popped into his forehead? $24 million. This Isn't guy's it, been paying it off on layaway for I'm three fucking years. I'm mad that I haven't seen this, but does he look like Raven from um just from Young, he young looks, Justice <laughs> from Teen Titans? He looks, does he look like an alien with a ruby in the middle of his head? He looks like... Uh, what the fuck would I compare this to? I don't even. He, I don't even have a comparison. He looks wow. like some Super Saiyan. He's got a pink diamond worth twenty four M's in the middle of his forehead. The guy's mad, bro. Twenty four mil. Little Uzi, shout out to you. Put that diamond on layaway. You knew you would get it one day. And worst case, you could pop that bitch out your forehead, and you'll be good for the rest of your life. I don't think that's going to go down in is value. That, is that? It looks like a ring, though. It doesn't. Look it was like, originally it looks supposed like, um, to be a no, ring. It looks like um. It was supposed to be like a ring. when you're. Oh, here's the thing. Mm. If you can take it out, I'm not rolling. There you go. You ain't shit. You didn't commit. Yeah, listen, I'm a bum ass nigga. I get it. <laughs> I don't have 24 M's to put in my face. Or put them on my. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> listen. If it's it's oh, it doesn't seem sent and look at Supreme getting all the marketing here, it doesn't seem right because you can take it out. Let me see the implants, which yo, permanent. It's permanent, permanent. Because when you said that, that's what I thought it was. But I'm like, no, it's just a piercing in his forehead. It is. But it's a belly the, ring on his head. You don't know how the body's gonna react. Let me see the skin start growing over and swallowing up the diamond. Little is worth too much money for your age. I think that that's a bit of a. 
I don't know. It's just a trend that I don't see the need for. I think it's just like like face tattoos, right? But now it's like at the forefront. It's like it's about craziness. It's about the wow factor. Like in your brain, when you're a kid, where you're like, man, I can't wait till I get some money so I could throw a diamond in my face. Listen, no. When you're just too rich, you're like, I'm putting this diamond in my forehead. I'm still mad that there are rappers that are like siphoning off of anime and manga culture. Listen, I don't fuck around manga, manga. Remember Meg Thee Stallion had, um, for those of you, I'm going to say this on purpose because I know there might be only like three people listening (laughs) to this podcast that might get this reference. But when Meg Thee Stallion has um, Sasuke rubbing up on her booty or cosplaying as Todoroki from My Hero, where is that now? So they're culture vultures? I think so. Oh shit, yo, you all heard it here first. I'll because agree she with you. dropped a bar. Um, no, I'll agree with you. Eating, um, eating my pussy while watching anime. Eat me while watching anime. I'm like, I want to watch the episode two. These this references, is Liddy. These I, references, I, right? Those that don't get it, Zane is onto a very good point, a very solid point. Yeah, here. I'm not rolling because I would like to see your. You rocking a Sailor Moon shirt 15 years ago. Exactly. They, That's what I'm talking about. Like, I want... The anime culture has taken off like never before. It's in it's, a spotlight now. And it enters every thing. culture, right? So, for those that are like Zane, which I know he's an anime head, and a lot of the people that we know... The head. Right? A lot of the people Pause. that we know... Nick, <laughs> <laughs> <Think> you the head? <laughs> they know when you're about it or not. Now, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. But do not pretend you know anime and manga when you come talk to these people, Because bro. what everybody does is pick the generic shit. And they find the number one thing that everybody's into. You binge watch let it me for ref- a one, Let me binge weeks, watch the top five. And now all of a sudden I got then, fucking, you know, I'm about that life. Like, she's see like, me? Uh, why don't you like, yo, I'm a young fox looking for, um, you know, my side. But then I realized, I'm like... Yeah, you sound like you just watched one season of this shit. And you knew everything. You got the premise and you roll with it. Yep. You watched the first season of My Hero. Yep. Because the girls that I follow on IG, they're posting like, yo, I'm watching this vintage anime. And I'm like, hard eyes. Vintage what? Yeah. (laughs) Vintage WAP. And I'm like, that's the shit, right? Because I explained to, um, I was a shout out to T-Mac. I was speaking to T-Mac's wife the other day. T-Mac, I'm blowing your shit up. Sorry. Love you, though. Um, When she she asked my girl, like, yo, you watch that shit. And my girl's like, yeah. And I explained to her. I'm like, yo, like, Jack, like, it's, um, these shows are written just like any other sitcom. Mm -hmm. They just look different. And that's what was my draw. Like, you, I've seen more emotion in Mulan, the animated movie. After I watched Mulan, the... Me and my kid and my girl, we watched Mulan, the, orig- the, the movie, not the original, the one from Disney recently. Mm-hmm. And then they, I made them watch the animated series, and it was a lot better. Because there's so much more emotion contained. It's like, see me, like my my scope of anime goes to like the Pokemons, goes to like the <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Like I, it scratches you know the funny? bare I still, surface. I, can, I don't know. I, I've never considered Pokemon as an anime. Exactly. It's weird. And it's no, weird. no, no. But that's why we have these conversations. It should be, I, don't, I guess. No, but I don't step in and be like, what's up, guys? Like, we're talking yeah. about Naruto. Like. I think where it changes <laughs> is where um, it looks like it came over here. Yeah. At some point, Pokemon looked like it was made by American artists. Everything's... Yeah super cheeky yep you know nothing has an edge to it yep so you can always tell but like yeah i get it and i'm sure there's gonna be another there was that song i got to like skirt, skirt. 
<laughs> song was sick. Skr, skr. He did um, his music video where he had all he had a Naruto headband on. Yeah, this guy went in. That it was it was I could see it being cringy to anybody else, even to me who has a couple Naruto headbands. But but I get his his messaging is like, like yo, I know this shit. That's the right? difference, right? You got to talk it, you got to walk it, you got to live he it. He made gotta some Sailor Moon reference. It. To like his bad when then I'm you know. man, I'm like, why, why is it different when Meg's saying? I'm like, <laughs> I know what Meg is doing, but this guy who's a non-artist who's like not big on the charts was just yeah. like, yo, his baddie came through in a Sailor Moon T-shirt. I'm all about the females being weird, I'm, quirky that's the and weird by all means. Because that nerdy girl next door, mm, don't get me wrong. Listen, Craig's telling you this because in anime is when a tree has ten dicks. And it, and it corners that is the, triggering <laughs> some shit off, bro. Don't tell me there ain't no subliminals right, going where, on here. Where guys think because anime is so close to hentai, hentai is like aggressive anime porn, right? Very fantastical stuff, right? Where <laughs> anything, yeah, it's over the top, over the top, right? Oh my so God. I think people are like, because it's so borderline, any and every guy knows this. If your girl's into anime, she's gonna probably be open to a lot of things. Yes, right, facts. because she's seen a lot and. Etchy, etchy in anime is a turn for like um, cringy, horny shit. But for Meg to do that, I'm just no. That is you just, just said fake. she from from Mom the song. That's you're like fake to you're me. doing yeah. That's you're like, fake to me. Where That's is it? Where ten is of it? y'all in a room and your homegirl texted you two weeks ago about that episode of that show that you can't remember and you were like, yo, let me plug into that culture real quick. Yeah, that's my issue because also with that culture, we know it's not. It's not like a. It might be something you like, man. You know what I mean? If if I, I'll be honest, if I got a girl that's into anime, I'm not going to be able to relate. Am I going to watch it? Yes. But at the same time... Are you serious? You watch anime. I don't. I don't. I would give you like... You, what is One Punch Man? You put me onto One Punch. You guys put Attack me on onto... Titan? Attack on Titan. Which is pretty Man, we hit the number two that I've watched. It's, it's pretty Y'all have like, put me on to You know two. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. You know who Goku is. I would run you home every day for that. You know what a super scene is. But that's the tip of the iceberg. I will tell you yeah. that is good enough. Okay. Because it's like, you have to know, it's like you, someone asking you, like, yo, you listen to rap? You listen to old school rap? You're like, yeah. I know some old Kooji rap. I know some Rakim. I know some Biggie. You're enough to pass. You hit enough the Enough to slide by. You hit the staples, <sighs> right? Where it is what it is. But that's enough anime talk for now. I don't even know that's how okay. we got here. And I like that because I'm, then I'm like, I don't know where we're going next. So I think we're doing with, uh, we're doing the net worth. Um, I think we did this before on a segment. I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 that's all right. We can overlap. But they don't listen to all of them. Okay, I'm going to request. So what? What's Uzi's, Uzi's, little Uzi's net worth? Honestly, if I had to guess his net worth, I would say 40 million. 40 mil. 40 mil. You know what's funny? They got that shit super hidden. Right. Yeah. Yo, if he had to put a 24 Mike million... Jones's dick was all out there. <laughs> and I'm still reading articles about plan. They say Little Uzi's at 16 mil. That's it. 16. Okay. All right. That's net worth. Don't get what me wrong. What do you think? Too much or too low? Too low. Too low. I'll be honest. Too low. I'm not a, I'm not an me expert. Too. I didn't expect that. Right? I, I was expecting a, like in the 20s. Uh, yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah, that's weird. Well, he took it and put it in his fucking forehead. <laughs> that's why. Yo, 16 mil, his body worth, 24 mil. Yes. Yeah, so I'm waiting for the rappers to sell their bodies. James Brown, he 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 died, and he was in his house for a couple of weeks. 
because the families were beefing. They're like, here's the tour. Come on by. No, they got him laid up. No, nah, it's fucked up. <laughs> They're still arguing over the estate. Like, no, see, he pointed at me. Damn, yeah. that's fucked up. And we talk about that culture, like, it's, it's big in up. Africa. It's starting to get big in the Caribbean now where right. when your funeral, it is like a jamboree. Like um, they're celebrating Macy's Day Parade type shit. That's what's up. There's That's how meme, I want to go out. There's a meme where you hire, I guess, pallbearers. Yeah, and maybe I was wrong with that scene, but the pallbearers were dancing they're with jamming. their car, and the dude fell out of the coffin, <laughs> and you could see his balls like, no, oh, shit. they too hype, My nigga, too hype. This, or you get I'm, these ones where they put the embalming fluid, but they put them in a pose, so the man's actually attending his own wake. Like he's the man's there up. with a blunt in his mouth and the glasses on, Stevie Wonder style. Craig, I die. Oh, Don't do me that. I would never. Don't dress me up flyer than you would in real life, <laughs> right? Because I've seen somewhere um, they've buried this dude in a BMW, in an X5, brand new X5, and the worst part is to watch them struggle. Trying to get that bitch in the fucking grave. Because they digged it for a six foot. The, the grave digger's like, yo, my nigga, <laughs> you're wilding. Yo, you had to buy up three plots for I that. I only have one bottle of rum for this. For all who knows this, grave diggers are notorious in my island. Like the, the storyteller. No, they're not like an association. Yeah. It's like, who's sober today? Like, well, someone got to do it. I've seen so many. Um, you want me to dig a hole? I'll dig a hole. Bro, I've so seen, seen so many back home, like jawbones and stuff. Really? Like when they dug up to dig a new hole. I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry, Aunt Bessie. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, we Damn. respect you, though. Like, I, if you saw a bone in a pile of dirt in the graveyard, what do you think it is? You already know. <laughs> what do you think it you is? You already fucking know. And I saw a bottle of rum and two cups. <laughs> this guy it is so, up. yeah, because you, to dig a six feet hole, in a graveyard? You know what you need is more anthropologists, sir. Maybe. Put the job, the job bones connected to the rest of the fucking grave. That's how the song goes, right? <laughs> well, shit, that grave ain't no more. Yo, I like this. We're all over the place. So, Uzi Vert, Uzi Vert, Uzi Worth. Uzi Worth, enjoy your vert of 20 of our uh, 16 mil. Congrats, sir, with the yeah, diamond you, you hold you just, that down. You're trendsetting right, right? there. You hold Sauce Walker did it first. Sauce Walker. Walker. Um, where are we? We haven't done any... Oh, go ahead. This was going to come up that China has uh, introduced a new way to test for COVID that they claim could be more effective. It's where you're going with it. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, well, no, I'm not going there with it. Uh, apparently, anal swabs are the new thing in town. Now, the fact that this is already mentioned means it's, it's a thing somewhere. It's fucked up. Somewhere. That's fucked up. Now, imagine you rolling up. Thinking you're getting an nasal swab, <laughs> and then or, only to find out, or you're like, yo, blowing this tissue, we're good, and they're like, yo. Um, no, 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 it's the other way. And you're like, yo, I just had Taco Express. <laughs> like, I'm fragile. <laughs> you don't want to go down this rabbit hole. Um, you can imagine being, and they're use, probably using the, the six-inch joints. I could not imagine going yo, for I'm a test. Yo, I'm not going to the doctor to get pegged. Facts. I'm not rolling. Facts. I'm Let's not rolling. Let's stick to the non-conventional way. As effective as it may be, I think we could go with that. Honestly, imagine a public test site where everybody's rolling up. You pull up. Yeah, what's your name? Yeah, what's your health card number? All right, bend over real quick. You'd be mad because the baddies would be like, you know, I wore no panties anyway. <laughs> like, Why am I going to bother? They're I just going to take it. Come on. That's the it. premise where the girls, the, the 
some of them men the nasal going. swab hurt like a motherfucker so i could not imagine it going where the sun don't shine i don't remember what mine's felt like the nasal swab sucked honestly it is basically my description of this is that your body is telling you to get this out of you but there is another <laughs> trigger and another sensor further. <laughs> and there's another sensor that says if you move too much to the left you might come out with something you didn't have when you walked in yeah. this is in your brain if I have anything in my brain, I have one thing telling me get it out, and don't I have one thing telling me don't move. Don't shove anything in your body. Yeah. <laughs> How and do like, I find balance? Done, right. So shout out to the nurses when I did my test that they were gentle. Oh, right. My sakes. my mom had the issues where she has allergies, so she her natural reflex is to always clear her nose. You're gonna sneeze. So she gonna... sounds like she's always blowing her nose out. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She doesn't know it. It's I'm I'm aware of it. It's a thing. Yeah. Where it's just like, yo, you're going to embarrass the fuck out of me because you're clearing your nose without knowing. Because it's, it's, it's like a, a tick. Her body thing, her nose thinks like it's, um, it's always running. You can't not fight it. Yeah. You, you can't not. But yeah. at the same time, I'm sure the doctors and the nurses are trained for this. Like, no, yo. they're not because they keep calling my mom back <laughs> and they said your test is not, pa- is not accurate because why? Her nose is too dry. Oh, they couldn't get an accurate They can't reading. get no booger juice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> How do you fix that? Because of her condition, right? Oh, man. So I'm like, the doctor should know this. So I'm like, I guess they go deeper, Paul. Sorry, mom. Oh, jeez. Right? But um, China, y'all, listen. Y'all foul for that. You waited a year to figure this out. Who'd you test this on? Who's the person that's like, yo, if we just test, why don't we just test the dookie? Right? Why shouldn't that be the thing? It doesn't maybe, make maybe sense. I'll bring <laughs> It doesn't Walk make sense. Walking with a pilot, a bottle, of, a capsule of shit in your bag. Let's put this on a global high. spectrum here, a global sphincter, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> you have all these Cloaca. travel. <laughs> you have all these issues with travel and all these necessities to get tested. Why? Why now do you decide that there was a better orifice to enter through this whole time? All right, Craig, it's science, bro. Yo, you see that? Are you shitting on science? <laughs> literally, literally. Are you, you shitting see, on science? Have Craig? you seen the screening booth at an airport when they when push comes to shove and they say, "Nah, you got to strip down." Have you seen that? No. Yo, it is where everybody else lines up. It is a booth that is maybe like four feet by four feet. But you know someone's butt naked. You know someone's butt naked in that Dude. getting stripped down. Now let's times that you by gotta however stop many shit. First of all, <laughs> I talked no. to you about that. Let's times however many people need to get tested in whatever country and whatever border and whatever passing by. This is no nah, man. We can't do this, bro. We I'm well aware that a TSA person, whoever it is, oh my god, within Canada side or anywhere in the world, you judging the asses you're fingering. hundred percent. You're like this motherfucker ain't shaving on me. <laughs> I was like, yo, you didn't even wash your ass. My gloves was wet. My yeah. I didn't know it was my time. I'm like that's enough corn. I'm going back. Whatever trip I had planned, cancel that. There's no job you can pay me to finger anybody for this, drugs. That's what I'm saying. I'm good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so China has rolled out this new, and there's some some spots in China. It's not all of it at the same time, right? But I just think that it's a little bit late for these new methods and all these things that are going on. The development in, in when it comes to oh boy has been so slow and so far and few between, right? Yeah. Where we know what it is now. We know what we're up against. We've come Do up they? with... Do they? They said it's like his little cousin is coming. There's, there's two other strains. There's variants. Been, there's variants which, of it. Which I was well aware that this is how these things work. Do, After I, a while, it's going to... Be like, well, everybody knows about us, us. Let's switch up. I'm just saying you could compare it to another like life-threatening disease. And really, at the end of the day, it's the same shit. No pun intended. You know, well, when you've got a certain cancer, it doesn't matter if it's cancer of the lungs, cancer of the throat, cancer of the whatever. Yeah. You've got cancer. When you've got COVID, you've got COVID. These other strains 
are we're more worried about them and how they transmit than what they do to the person that gets infected with it. But it's it. weird because I don't hear the maybe it's their don't want to fear monger. Maybe. But I would be equally as terrified of the second strain. There was uh It's not a second wave. There's it's some just, countries on their third waves. It's exactly but Fuck. this is a new but strain. I think, uh, what's the wording here? There w- there's not gonna be a much fanfare for the second and third strain. No. Which I think there should be. Uh, my main concern is how late some of the governments were to respond. Man, we're gonna get shut down for this shit. No, because that's everybody's consensus. Listen. The response in certain countries and with the vaccines rolling out, it's like we get these vaccines coming in. And I know this firsthand because I know somebody allegedly that may have got vaccinated. And <laughs> like you said, like it's illegal. And my mom got a vaccine, Craig. Good. Good for her. And shout out to all of y'all. Whether Craig's you're like on allegedly, whatever your side like, you're on. Fuck it, tell anybody <laughs> that I got nanites in Yo. me. But this is the thing that happened. So the first went, the first dose is rolled out. Right. And it was um, a certain time window before you would go get your next dose. Now, both doses themselves yeah, like are the three same. Months or some yeah, shit. but they're yeah. the same amount that they are putting into your body. Now they've postponed it and they said, well, you know, the longer you wait, the less effective the first vaccination is. But really, it's not a big deal. So we said this amount of weeks, but really, we can push that. What's but the then there was, here, they were bro. probably like, yo, if we give you the full dosage in the first jump, oh, it's going to kill you. Then it's a problem. Then it's, it's gonna, a problem. That's all, listen, when they talk about two, which I've never heard about two dosage of of anything, if it's a treatment as especially when it comes to this guy, like flus and shit. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. If that's what it is. I know a few. There's a few vaccinations you for gotta certain get double things. up. You yeah, gotta double you up. You have to go back because you build the antibodies to it and then you go back into it again. Yeah. All I'm not gonna get into which ones. Y'all can figure that all out. All this is programming for you. It's like stocks for your body. <laughs> we'll get into that. But um, yeah, all this is just programming because People are not, it's not the cure, which is terrible. Mm. It is not the cure. The vaccine just introduces the virus on a much more timid scale. It's like, instead of you finding a, a grown man, you're finding, you're fighting a a, third, a toddler or whatever. That's so, going to grow to be. Yeah. So you fuck them up now, then your body adjusts. It's like, hey, I've beaten kids before. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible analogy. I got this. But I'm working. Stay with me. Um, right? So it's that. that's where it's saying it introduces it on a certain level where it's not too much where it kills you right. or brings harm, right. but enough that your body, your genes, your, not your genes, your cells can record this interaction and say, hey, this dog bites before it barks or vice versa and this is the protocol that we throw how, your body yeah, into whenever it shows up again this is what your body tells all your cells to do hey put your hands up but the rest of you if you can suck a punch <laughs> but well, he's not looking but now you've diverted all your second doses to be the primary doses again which so, is a, I've, I've i didn't know that because yeah. then now that makes sense because you remember we were canada all countries are trying to vie to be the country to get the most dosage right now we're whatever, maybe fifth on the list, tenth on the list, because we're not that nasty. We're behind. Watch her ass and her asses Tricks. and our asses. So they're saying Pfizer's like, yeah, we're gonna miss the first shipment, yeah. the second shipment, and people in our bridge. But I expect these things to happen. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me to have a plan rolled out. So the whole time this pandemic started out everybody's response was, well, you've dealt with something similar. And everyone was like, yeah, 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 we're picking up. Like all those files got dusted off. Some some fucking scientists out there went to the SARS 
manual and was like, yeah, 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 we <laughs> dealt with this before, right? It's scary because I'm like, yo, I remember SARS. Right. And there was a little bit more scariness for SARS and swine flu. But daily life continued. Daily life was not disrupted. Now, daily life has been disrupted. And I think as humanity, we all had to agree on one thing. We would learn from past mistakes. We allowed this to happen. We don't know what to do. We all admitted that. Now, where are we going to take this going forward? And all we keep doing is taking these baby steps forward and then these bigger steps backwards, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. So from a scale of one to 10, how do you think the feds handle this? On Canada? Hold on, hold on, sorry. In, in Canada, mm-hmm. with the acknowledgement of it's the first time anything has been on this level, mm-hmm. what, what do you rate them? Out of Out 10? Of 10? I'm giving Canada like a three. Fuck. A three. A whole three. That's all y'all get. Y'all drop the ball consistently, all right? You've left a bunch of people in the dark. You've left people uncertain. Now, the testing's not there, and that's yeah. the only thing where I'll give some leeway is like, we don't know what's going on. We're all the guinea pigs in this situation, right? True. But all you have is the negative that gets reported on. You get the vaccinations that leave people with long-lasting health effects. You get the vaccinations that backfire on somebody. I... I don't mind. I don't want the droopy face. I want Morgan Freeman out here with two doses of vaccines telling me I you took love that yourself shit and look so at more. me. Listen, <laughs> Craig loves Morgan Freeman. If it hasn't been apparent, if Morgan Freeman, Craig, you should jump off this bridge. <laughs> Craig, like, yo, if you telling me this, facts, and you document this, you voice this over my death, my funeral. If he narrates my story, <laughs> I'm fully with it. Fly like a bird. I just say it, yo. And I've spoken with people that are, you know, in that the also agree that Morgan Freeman should give out vaccines. I'm at, just saying, right? I'm the, just saying. Um, what do that, you rate it? What do you rate it? Um, fuck, because. Like I said, my brain looks at a whole bunch of things. So we don't have a you lot gotta, of bases. You here. gotta be fair in the sense, well, this is the first time and you it's almost can you ever deal with this a good way? But yeah, I'm sure we can say there's better ways of doing it. Now, I think we should have been more heavy handed in the front end of this situation. Mm-hmm. Like remember, I always say, yo, if you take all the money you're gonna dish out for subsidies and and to cover the business and all that, and if you paid everybody's bill. For the month yeah. and motherfuckers stay home. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Take us to that zone where people fear. Because a lot of time these things comes to like crowd control, manipulation of people, th- people's actions and thoughts mm-hmm. that can have repercussions years from the line, especially mm-hmm. with the kids in school or lack thereof. I would this would have been a one time I'd be like, it's okay. Give me a ticket for being outside for a month. Yeah. They probably might have a better handle on this. Now, my biggest crux of the matter is is the fact that the old folks' home, the retirement homes were the biggest, the hardest hit. And after the lull for like two months, they remained the hardest hit. Right. We're still talking about bringing in the military. Right. It just shows how nasty the retirement system was. Now they're talking about taking out... um, visiting um all the privatized stuff because it's people realize listen motherfuckers are sick and i don't sick physically i mean sick mentally as in to realize hey craig if i can scrunch up a million dollars and have some complex built can you bring a mill and we charge them to house their family because motherfuckers don't want to look at their mom deteriorating in the living room no 
No. And the response there when it comes down to it is exactly that. Like these second doses are taking care of the people that they clearly missed the first time around. So like you prep, you have X amount of doses coming in and all of a sudden you've dropped the ball or you've got doses that are handed out to the crowd that shouldn't be getting them. And they've had reports on this, yeah. that people who are in the know or people who are in the loop, people who may be a little more, more wealthy, and those were available to get a dose, even if they weren't in the demographic that was supposed to even receive the first yeah, dose. Yeah. Like, that's where we dropped the ball. Like, from the, there was no accountability for all of this stuff that's going on. And that, personally, I don't get it. Yo, when census knocks at your door... When Census Canada comes in, like, how many people you they got living knock in here? You're like, you fuck off. I don't want to talk to y'all. <laughs> this is not a time I for that. I used to hate that. When the census, when I got the census thing in the mail, I'm right? like, this seems like, I'm like, here's it's the thing. It's invasive. Here's the thing. Yes. It's invasive. I felt, you know, and I felt like, but here's the thing. I'm like, you already know that. Right. And what if I screw up? How much do you make? One million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're fucked up. I should start doing that. Everybody. Can I get here. locked up for that? I got to read the fry print. Fuck you, Greg. Because I'll definitely be the guy to put like one billion dollars. Facts. Well, you know, for the consensus, like how much do you make in your house? How many people live here? 300,000. Right. In this bungalow. But now right? when you take it in like the census. That's could be their job. Like, forget our earnings and our population and everything that we usually track down. The Census Bureau should be looking into who's vaccinated, who's the demographic, how many out of X amount of people. Like, where are our resources going on this shit? That doesn't make sense to I'm me. Something doesn't on, add I'm up. I'm putting on my cape hey. and my Darkwing Duck outfit. <laughs> Here's my, my dark take. Go. The consensus is used is the first form of data mining facts they're collecting and they sold our data from what they they can tell you yo we want to know what's in this I'm like no you know what areas need more transit yep drive through it yep like you don't Boots don't give me that we need input from every household if if 50% if 30% of the households give you input and then like me and Craig that's like a million dollars like just fucking with you trolling you you know right off the bat Stop this. Yeah. So the response was just they dropped the ball in multiple avenues. That's all it is. Mm. I know anybody under a certain age doesn't even care about it. Majority I score people, them a, a six. Give it a six? From the five to a six. The six okay. because this is unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. And it's some scary shit, right? But it's still not in the eights and nines because are we that crazy to think the layman way of thinking is the way to handle it? I think that should we ask the people, yo, how right? to do it? Right, right. Because it's pretty obvious. You didn't listen to the doctors. When it comes to something, people fear the unknown, and the most they can do is keep you in the dark about it. Yes. Right, but these kind of things were like beacons of light for a lot of people. Right, so you know, I've even heard the conversation stir up. Like most would talk about, like, well. Even if I get vaccinated, do I need to wear the mask? And the easy answer is yes. And people will be like, oh, well, that's ineffective. Like, no, it's not ineffective. Yeah. That's the case is what you have two options here where it travels around the world. Everybody gets it to a point and the, the survival of the fittest. And number two, vaccinations roll around. And Was that be faster and cheaper? Yeah, I mean, it would be. But would it be cheaper? Oh, it would they be, say no. death's expensive. Economy wise, like nah. Economy wise, it wouldn't help. Yeah, go ahead. Open all the tourist attractions. Open everything up. Then you just have a. Then your hospitals are overwhelmed. Then your health health systems are fucked. Like, 
it's not the way to do it, right? Dark take. But this would be a sick wave to control population for the centuries to come. Think about it. Uh, someone compared it to, uh, I think it was the Black Plague or like the bubonic plague. That's different. It's not, though. I, but I think... I'm just talking about it on this. Let me put it on this. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So let's talk about a long-lasting disease where there was no known cure and it took them five to ten years to come up with something. And let's take the numbers of deaths. But the difference, the only difference here is when you compare the number of deaths to the overall population. So the bubonic plague took out a third of a certain population. Yes. Right. Now, on these numbers, no, we're not going to hit that scale. You're never going to see COVID in the, or sorry, oh boy, my bad. You're never going to see this <laughs> in the billions. You're not going to see a billion served like it's McDonald's or some shit. Counted. I know you said per, like, you're, you're running on a per capita. So that kills my argument of that time was in a high population. Right. To now. Right. But that being said, we got to look at um, origin. Mm-hmm causes mm-hmm. when you're throwing your shit that you the bucket that you shit in the night before uh, out the window you're gonna catch a little backlash off you're that gonna, <laughs> you, you, so that's that's a well and i guess that we can form that to like non-washing hands social distancing and stuff like that and it's weird because we can all accept accept that the world is not gonna go back the way Facts. Like, now you're not going to be hugging and kumbayaing anymore. Here's another thing, too, right? Like, the fact that another country can strong arm me for my vaccines. Now, I know at the end of the day, Canada... You have cases of that? Allegedly. Allegedly. You're like, yeah, you'll be a fool to think it's not happening. I'm just thinking that, like, you know, it's a numbers game, yes. And I said that from day one when it came down to it. But, you know, for a first world country that sends so much support to other nations and... Like, you got to take care of your country first. And that goes for every country that's involved with this. Like, money doesn't, it's not a factor here. It doesn't matter whether you're first world or developing. It doesn't matter whether you're the rich or the poor. This is a global cause that everybody's fighting for, you know? But please believe, Canada will be sending vaccine to motherfuckers in like other. Of like, course. Like, I can't wait for that day. Because one thing, like... Can we not be greedy? It's weird. Once I know it's it's the other the world doesn't know this, but people who live in Canada knows. Canadians are like the best neighbors you can have. The yeah. best because I'm like, I drank the Kool Aid. I'm well aware. Like we, nobody gives more than us. Like in a sense of like selflessness and feeling guilt and shit like that, right? So I can't wait till I get to the phase where I'm watching the news when you're like, yo, we send. 10,000 vials of vaccine to so-and-so place, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. um, that's why I think I, I rated it above five. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm I, I'm trying to keep in, trying to look at what's in the outcome. Yeah, we're messy now, right? But it's just so crazy because you're wondering how much of this is based on so, the, the somebody making a stupid-ass decision, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, uh, nah, maybe we should wait. After getting information from the professionals. Like, just now, like, recently, Canada required travelers to screen and to isolate and to wait on their tests. Like, all borders shut down across the world, and these guys are still, like, no um, no contact tracing whatsoever. I've been to, I haven't heard that word in a while. I've been to one fucking spot where they took my information down. 
forever throughout the lockdowns and when they lifted restrictions. Yes, I'm doing your number. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been to one spot where they took my information down. Yeah. Like, they are slacking in so many avenues of this shit. Like, the nip this in the bud is way gone and past. We are way past that, bro. This is like those uh, post-apocalyptic films where they're fucking scanning you and there's like a horde of people that are positive chilling in one freaking complex, you know? And you got this unit coming to check on that. that like shit's scary, Craig. Look, People out here, we're only here to stir the sauce. And thank you for joining us as we do so. Pass me the pepper. I'm just making sure that y'all know these are the views expressed by your boy Space Boy Elroy. And Mm -hmm. you do not have to think like me. I've said in previous episodes, anyone who believes or follows what I say, you're a fucking idiot. Draw your own conclusion with this. Space Boy Elroy, Dolphins in Space, coming soon. Facts. I feel better (laughs) out there with them, yo. Uh, They're just looking at it like, yo, that shit fucked up, right? (laughs) Hey, if you're looking for the latest source of where you can stir the sauce, you can always find us on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. I said it right this time. Yes. At T-H-E-H-I-D-D-E-N. And definitely, definitely this year, you're going to be on a lot more DSPs. It's my goal. That's why I'm going to fix too. Um, I've also been dabbling in the financial aspect of things in regards to Oh, you got life. stocks? You got stocks and bonds? You need to diversify your bonds. Craig. You with Wu-Tang Financial? <laughs> the Wu. <laughs> 36 Chambers, yo. Shaolin. Say word. If I don't get my money, cut the neck. Expect the deck. Get the blade. Facts. Look, I've never felt so much more... And I think maybe some people might get what I'm saying. Say back with the anime, anime, my anime conversation where I said, um, now that I'm in it, to some extent, mm-hmm. I I feel so much empowered. Mm-hmm. It's weird, Craig. I don't. It's the, this is your moment. It's weird. It feels like I've had. It's like you getting a certificate, like your diploma, your degree, or yeah, something. Yeah. You're like. Wait, I can do this, do this? I can, one comparison, before a streaming service was even introduced, when you were the first person to bump that mixtape or bump that tune on your block and whatever. MySpace who? You knew, like, when, and it was a thing, like, yo, they'd be like, oh, where'd you get this track? It'd be like, oh, Zane showed, Zane showed it to me, you know what I mean? So, like, when it comes down to the anime and shit like that, you're finding people who are just crawling out of the woodworks and discover, you're like, let me guide you. You're that guy with the torch, like, like, y'all ready for the tour? What are you into? You You want to cry or you want to watch some shaky Right, right, but I think, and like full transparency here, full any goal. real fan wants right. others to enjoy it. There's no culture vulturing In when anything, it comes down really, to it. Right. Yeah, but there's a way like, to do it. Like you have to be classy because I was so quiet about it, and it was an underground thing. So now you're joining my cult. Yeah, you got to drink the right Kool Aid, yeah, right? Yeah. You're, you're drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so now that I'm in, like, and I'll be honest, one thing I've and it's scary because I, because I don't have so much knowledge in it, but I realize that's how the world works. Mm-hmm. You can find somebody or hire somebody that has the extensive knowledge. Mm-hmm. Then you can move forward with any plan you have. It's I've always been financially illiterate, full transparency. And when I say that, I can pay my bills. Yeah, I could s- slice a, a, a certain amount of money off of my bank account to save, but... In this day and age, I realize that's not good enough. Like the side hustles. This at um, separate income stream, revenue yeah. streams. Yeah, yeah. Like having the ability to understand where, okay, if I can't do this, maybe I can do this with the money. The mm-hmm. worst thing you can do, and I'm going to get killed for this, is let your money just sit in a bank. Mm-hmm. Because that bank is going to take 
your $2,000, your $1,000, your $500, your $200, and go give it to Tommy who wants a car and make three grand off of it. They're flipping your money. They won't even be like, yo, guess what? <laughs> Here's this a nigga hit bankruptcy, but either way, you got five grand out of the deal. We'll come back later. <laughs> if the banks did business, like, and they do, but on a, on a minute Oh man, nah, you ain't gotta tell me Scariest twice. Scariest word this. in the world is percentage. Yeah. Sickos and point motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. That point will break the point is whether you're brokey or millionaire. Facts. At the end right? of the day, your money in your account, if the bank fucking goes bottom up, they're just gonna look at you with their oh we're sorry. I'm telling you, guys, do some of your money, right? Um all right, all right. but let's side, go. Here. Sidebar here. Shall we can do a shout out? All right. Right? All right. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. You know Lee. Yes. Shout Lee, out Miss Lee. Lee. We see you. We love you, girl. Lee's been house hunting. She's working on her shit. And it's to have that conversation with somebody. Shout out to Max. Shout out to Brad. Everybody that's been looking for the next level in their life. Mm-hmm. And now they understand their worth. So they'll never take what the market is giving us like, oh, okay, I'll take it. Right. I know better. I know my worth. So shout out to you. Anybody that's pushing forward in any endeavor right now, especially from last year to this year, to make big changes in life on the financial front, power to you. It's some Facts. scary ass shit. And even when you go to a financial advisor, you could be like, you could be scamming me yeah, because yeah. to a certain extent, you still want me to sign up for whatever companies you're going <laughs> rec- to recommend. You know what? I, this is a random thing to say. Go but ahead. So uh, when I was in school, um, you, you had did that? your... <laughs> yeah, I said that. <laughs> right? Y'all, a Yo, lot of y'all tell can't relate story. out here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up right now. Right, tell me the story of what you told me when you're like, go ahead, the teacher and your boy. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll get into that yeah, after. Yeah, we'll do that later. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that later. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you had your grade 9, 10, and then your 11 and 12 math, right? Yeah. So anybody that's in Canada's school system, you need uh, three math credits, right? So you need your grade 9 and your 10. And then you need it one between grade 11 or 12. And this could be your calculus. This could be your algebra. This could be just a regular math, right? So 9 and 10 has two levels. You've got academic and you've got applied, right? So academic yeah. is for the, you know, the hardcore ones who are, are mathletes and are going to get through it. There's the applied version, which is the watered down one. I was in the applied. I this wasn't the best math. at math. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. Your math, your math whiz? You throw letters at me. I don't give a fuck what X equals, all right? I'm numbers. Don't throw letters at me. And that's vice versa because I'm letters. Algebra can go fuck itself. Fusion? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, long story short. I passed out short. of my math 12... I, I passed out, yes, this is on record, <laughs> I passed out in my grade 12 math exam Damn. because numbers just never got to me. Yeah, yeah. You better hope it was multiple choice. This Fuck guy just made Craig. a pie chart. Trigger me, continue. <laughs> this guy just drew Naruto on his fucking multiple choice. Like, yeah, this will work. Slices everywhere. <laughs> so anyways, uh, in grade 11, after I'd done 9 and 10, uh, there was the option to take your calculus, your algebra, the like more in-depth maths i took math for everyday life this is what this was called and this was, was definitely friend, the bro. burnout class i could have used you Craig. this was definitely the burnout class at the end of the day they were smart they realized those who are not good with math we don't need to teach you what x equals what we need to teach you is how to what diversify you, your what bonds you can, what you can do with <laughs> you know x. what i mean yeah, 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 so yeah. they were more into the like tax and sales and real life applications of math how interest worked how credit worked. question was that advanced math no this was the technical applied side of it this was like math for dummies to be honest uh, here's a problem mm-hmm. um, coming from a, a different country where our education system is completely different yeah, yeah it's completely different 
I was mad that none of this stuff was explained to me. See, and that's exactly I my point. I didn't know what applied meant. I mean, okay, besides that, this math, if you put it on like an educational scale, was like grade eight math to me. I know, but like, still, this I didn't was like, know there were, like, I, I, I get it, like, uh, advanced was more like the chemist level of math. Hey, I always got the same report card, and when it came down to my strengths and weaknesses, <laughs> that's just terrible. Said, Do, does not apply himself, right? Every teacher gave my parents that same. And you bullshit. let that be your 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 slash I rode that LW. Wave, bro. I rode you're that like, wave. All right, you see me out here. <laughs> <laughs> I rode that wave. He so, could drop thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so granted, this was not your everyday math, right? This was like <coughs> basic math, basic uh, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. But they actually applied it to real life situations. Yeah. That's you. They actually applied this to real life situations and they were smart. They said, this gang of kids in this, these are the breakfast club. These are the kids who stay after detention. We got to <laughs> fucking make sure they know what they're doing because when they dip out of here in two years, they're going to be fucking lost. And I think more uh, schools need that vibe. More schools need the opportunity to teach you about real life application than they do about I theory. I think that's always been, and know what's scary no one will disagree with you on that. No. So why isn't it so? Yo, our math teacher practices golf swing all day. This guy didn't, he physically didn't teach you anything. Everything that was in the curriculum was there to explain it to you. He wasn't there to babysit you and to make sure you understood the concepts of it. Yeah. But the layout was so fucking simple about paying interest and just explaining how, you know, what someone who makes $10,000, $20,000 versus someone who makes eighty, dollars 100000 and the choices that are made. This is shit we weren't taught, Craig, bro. that stuff is triggering to me because I always felt like you weren't taught me this not shit. being financial literate was a disjustice done to me. Mm. It's it's like with the rape word. It just felt like... <laughs> I'm no, sorry Craig, to laugh I'm at that serious. part, but <laughs> I see your face. That's why people who can't see... <laughs> no, because I'm serious as fuck right now. It's just the fact of... um. Because I've done the most injustice by the people that are closest to me financially. Yeah. yeah. Who on the flip side will try to give me financial advice. When if the the institution like educated me on mm. money mm. at a young I think that's the biggest detriment to society right now. They're cause they're more you coax on- kid because if you teach kid I just I'm literally just I'm glowing right now because <laughs> I, like, just it's all figured it <laughs> I just figured it out. If I explain finances to you, there's no way you're going to university. No. There's In no way, way you're spending that much money when you realize you can work that money in five years and invest that in something. Money makes money. You That is crazy. Because everybody who comes from, I don't know if you can relate, but I think I'm on the right track here. Everybody that comes from our demographic, you're looking for a quick come up. We're all about how do I turn a dollar into a million? We're yeah, not about how do I turn five to we're seven insta- We're to definitely microwave, insta You know what I mean? And I think that's one of the things that I was uh, kind of failed to realize too, is that there's so many small avenues. Everybody's so focused on the main thing, your real estate, you know, your stocks, your, your big come ups and your power plays, but no one's focused on chipping away at it. You know, yeah. because to us, long term, to me, having five grand might this might be the first or only time I see that five grand. So I need to be smart with it. But at the end of the day, I don't have that option to put that five grand into something and let it I'll grow. I'll hold you on that. Where does that notion come from to you that this is the only time you're going to see five grand? Because there's always something that's going to come up where I'm going to need something or it's never. 
a consistent growth. It's either I'm ahead and then I'm back or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's about big come ups, you know? So big chunks of money that you'll come across in your life. You know what I mean? And back when you're young, that's usually when you're in your twenties, that's usually how it goes. You're lucky if your tax breaks right. fucking fucks up or your family toss some money your way or something you lucked out. If I have X amount in my bank account, am I more likely to spend it all on one investment or am I likely like, am I going to get the Honda Civic and then weed it out with the remaining money? Yeah. Or am I going to get the Beamer because my stomach, my eyes are bigger than my stomach. You know what I, I mean? I would definitely, I'm definitely like, spread the sauce kind of guy and the more you learn about it that's kind of the route it takes but now yeah. there's so many different avenues right and that's what i i, I want to get to which we got to have this financial talk more because it's something dear to me and i always felt that fuck man i just i've had it people- breaks my heart because i've i've known of people a lot of my friends are very very um what's the word they have a lot of acolytes a lot of um Deploy a lot of certificates. Yeah. They're overqualified. Yeah. A lot of people that I know. And the one thing I got from that, Craig, that didn't do shit for what they're doing now and what they're making money now. A lot of times. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, you might have bits of something if you work in um, trucking or something and your dad was a mechanic or whatever, but what you went to school for was the computer programming. And now you're probably more keen on having your truck running on the world road. Mm-hmm. I just... I'm just waiting and I'm mad because I wonder if the financial institutions have a responsibility down to on the elementary level or is it because of that responsibility is that where we're in this kind of realm now where why do people still not get finances? Even to myself, I am comfortable with saying it took me a while to understand RSPs. Yeah. It took me a while. I, yeah, I've had people I know that have taught me about it and I still didn't listen. I was like, fuck your, that, that's Your stupid. tax returns don't tell you what RSP. People are like, yo, it's it's an acronym. I get it. Your contributions. I get it. They but throw words at you like contribution. It's the, the <laughs> jargon. It's not meant for the layman. Because so then that shows if you cannot break the words up, mm. if you can't spare a couple more um, characters right. to make sure everybody gets it, yeah. you're taking advantage of my ignorance. Yep. And people always think ignorance means you're an idiot. Ignorance means lack of knowledge, not knowing. You okay not knowing how to have a brain, do a perform a brain surgery? Facts. Does that mean you're a dumbass? No. So, my dark wing duck take: mm-hmm. the financial intu- institutions, banking is, are are directly responsible for financial literacy, illiteracy, and it's not literacy. Facts. Illiteracy. It's how you ask too, right? Like you could walk into a bank any day, pandemic pending and sit down with an advisor or sit down with a branch manager and they will tell you what your options are. But because you don't approach it the right way or if you don't word it the right way, they are still trained to hustle you and to make sure that you are like, you have to scrape through the rubble and get get your answers right. It's like when you go to a mechanic. If I go to you, <laughs> you're my mechanic, all right? Hidden six mechanics. I pull up, yeah, and I'm like, hey, Zane, it. my car is doing a... You're going to be like, this guy knows fucking nothing. I'm like, yo, let me turn your car on. Of course it doesn't make that oh, sound. Your discombobulator's ruined, sir. Man. That's It's not combobulating, you, you see? You need to get a flogger. Uh, how much does that cost? Oh, it's well, I don't know. Uh, We're going to have to ship it overseas. and Plus labor. Oh, with but your I know a car. guy... I could call for secondary parts. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yep. And next thing you know, you're paying double, Cha-ching. if not more, right? And the bank works the exact same way. So if you go in there 
and you don't know what I you're hate doing. my mecha- I hate mechanic <laughs> reference because I've had the same mechanic for probably over better part of over 15 years. And you appreciate a good mechanic, I lie. They're like family. When bro. you get a mechanic, They're you like have family. them for the rest of your life or her. Rather, They're like sorry. family. And this is true for banking and ad- ad- advisors, I guess is the best way to say it. I've been to, if you live in Toronto, anybody pre-pandemic or when this is over, I, I encourage you to go to the Scotiabank Tower downtown. I encourage you to go to the big skyscraper in DT and see those marble floors and all that shit that your money, your pennies, your dollars Ouch. have invested in and not think to yourself, how do I get on this level, right? Because I'm under the same umbrella as you, fam. I'm not going to lie either. When it comes down to it, I didn't have nobody to teach me about flipping properties, investments. Craig, I'm still stuck on you like numbers. You know what I mean? And I'm so like, senpai. (laughs) (laughs) No, you wouldn't get that reference, but whatever. (laughs) Delta felt a thigh in the house. right. Yo, when it comes down to it, now is easier than ever. But at the same time, when I turn on any of my listening services and streaming, I'm getting these... You know, oh, it's so easy to get into stocks. And you get that average Joe that's like got his Lambo parked in his garage and is like, join my seminar. I'm like, this is a fucking pyramid Bro, scheme. Bro, I talked about that. <laughs> this is I a ta- pyramid I've scheme, I've been man. involved in a few. I won't call them. Yeah, they were pyramid that's schemes. That's sketchy. Yo, shout out to my boy Pook. My boy Pook was, Pookie was always adamant about these kind of things. You need yeah. to have the boy. Are on the lower income side of things. I've watched a lot of interviews where they say, you know, anywhere around $10,000 is enough to turn 10 into 100 and 100 into, you know, and you get every big but how? Oh, my first million was my hardest to make. And, yo, it's right? a million different ways to but make it. But now it's easier now with apps, with certain yes. com- with Bitcoin. Yep. There's certain things like. But that's bit- why everyone's focused on the big come up. Everyone's like, oh, why didn't I think of Bitcoin? Oh, why didn't I think of this Craig, I don't stock? Like that. I don't like that take because then I feel, because I always wanted to avoid that. I always wanted to be in the crowd where I'm like, yo, I understand money doesn't take overnight to get big. Right. I don't want to do that. So yeah. in certain, so, but I don't think Bitcoin's like, well, maybe you're right, but a couple, a year or so is like a, not a big come up. That's like the equivalent. I equate money now to like me having a record deal mm-hmm. and whether or not it hits, mm-hmm. right? So I can be an artist slumming it. And then if my if my stocks do good or my Bitcoin or, or my crypto does good, then, hey, I can get a, a bigger comeback from it. I, I think you're right. It's just a different variation of the microwave era. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll yeah. give you that. Crypto is very microwave. Problem is, this morning when I'm trying to move some money around, I'm noticing some finagling going on. <laughs> and all Someone's I can hear away. is from my boy, Mac, is like, yeah, the feds are investigating. And I'm like, man, how are you going to investigate me for the things that you've been doing? Is that- it because they're licensed to... To do that, the like, little money don't speak. At the end of the day, the big money speaks, right? But isn't it all made up of little money? It should be. It should. Look at be. Reddit. Reddit is all little money. Hey, right? Shout out to Reddit because I is Reddit tradable? Is Reddit a stock? I don't know. I can buy. Which is out. stupid. If Reddit is not a tradable stock, y'all are dummies. <laughs> because once again, gamer nerd culture is what's gonna run the. The, guys, you guys don't get it. The motor world goes into holograms and everything being computerized. It's what we've been reading for years. 
nerds right now understand what the word is because all our fantasy comics, manga, anime, anime things that we've looked at is what's happening now. Mm -hmm. We're more easy to adapt to this because a lot of y'all or even the people that are inventing it is like, yo, we've seen variations of this already. Mm -hmm. You're just putting in the groundwork of it. So when the nerds make a move, as you've seen on Reddit, when people are like shorting stocks, shorting stocks is like me and Craig are looking at GameStop, which I've hated because I have been watching... <laughs> I have been understanding GameStop stocks for over a year and a half. This was bothering me. All this shit you guys are seeing in the news right now, GameStop I've seen this. Rep, guys, names like Tencent. They had a bad rep for a long time. Uh, Reddit GameStop. does not have, have stock. Reddit does not publicly trade stock. Isn't that weird? They make their money off of ad revenue. Why? We're I just giving know. Reddit gems right now. I do not if know. If Reddit becomes a tradable stock, you heard it here first because we told them to. I've had people personally come up to me too and people that you and I both know who I'll mention yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't have to tell me. Right? <laughs> and they have told me, yo, I'm diving into this random stock right now and they are our age or younger and they have no idea about it the same way you and I do, yeah, right? They've but been it's giving just advice. A, it's just a vibe. They had a couple, they had a little change that they threw at it. And man, did they capitalize off of that. And I sat there and I listened and I hit yeah. and hawed. At the end of the day, you're going to have to take a risk to Craig, get some reward. I, uh, I hum and hawed at the cannabis apps, at the cannabis app, the there cannabis stock. Yes. I hum and hawed. I'm like, yeah, duh. It's, it's going to make bubble, tons though. of money. It's a bubble. But that bubble is a little bit trimmed out a bit yeah. because, you know, it is what it is. Now, here's, here's an example of kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Uh, let's just pick a number 5,000 bucks. You know, you got, you're sitting on a comfy five grand and you have your time where you've decided, hey, I'm going to invest this and see what I could do. Do you go for the slow improving stocks? Do you buy a Nike? Do you're you talking buy about traditional Apple? stocks. Yeah. Do you yeah. buy that and, and see it grow where in five years from now, you may only profit a thousand bucks, but you're less likely to lose. Or do you take that five grand and do you aggressively hit up the cannabis bubble or the, you know, whatever's popping at the time bubble, right? The GameStop bubble and risk losing that whole five grand or doubling up on the spot daily, daily, daily. I I think that it would be more my opinion, Zane mm -hmm. Brain. Mm -hmm. It's um you would have to I like would want to spread the value around. Okay. Have many hands in other baskets because Putting egg in one basket is the definition of what these these companies, rep, what this whole scenario, stocks and investment represents. Yeah. Is willing to take a risk. I don't like feeling a loss. Yeah. Especially when it hits your pockets Especially, heavy. This is not just play around money. That being said, I understand what I'm going to. Yeah. Is that me playing a game? Yeah. There is no guarantee I'm going to win this match. Yeah. There is zero guarantee. Yep. So me just even stepping into it, I've had to have a comfortability of being able to want to th throw the money away. Yeah. Once I got over that, I set a budget for how much I'm going to throw away. Ain't fuck, yo, listen, I'm not dropping 700 bucks in the club anymore. Right. Which I never did. Right. But or encouraging my buddy to do that. I'm just saying. Right? It's that now I can throw that into something where it's long term. Now, when you said Mike, back to that microwave era, when you said um, a year, I don't consider a year mm -hmm. waiting for a stock to, to jump from microwave era. So now I'm at a point where I'm looking at certain options that I have with my money where 
traders and money flippers and go-getters yeah. and hustlers out there. See, I'm used to flipping a whole different type of currency. And at the end of the day, <laughs> your worth is weight and gold right there, son. So, oh, look at the bar, look at the gems. <laughs> but damn, waiting. So, my opinion on this take is, I would look for the quick come up. I would want my five grand to be going aggressively into so something you that would double. You weren't frowning on the the microwave era. You're just saying it is what it is. I wouldn't buy. Look a, at you. I wouldn't buy a Nike advocate stock. ass mother. Nah, I need money now, bro. I need to see my five double up. I need to see that right away. That's rough, now, Craig. I agree with you. Would I throw all my eggs in one basket? Probably not. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to play aggressively, right? When you go to the casino, uh, it's a thing that I always looked at, right? You go to the casino. And you can buy your chips. So you can visibly see what your money looks like yes. when someone steps to the table, yes. right? So I've got my little dinky $5, $10, $20 chips. And you see someone roll up to the table with chips that you don't even know what that color resembles. They're like, yo, you have their sapphire chips? And you see him lose all of those or yeah. her. And they come right back with the same thing. Yeah. Uh, $100,000 just like bottle service. <laughs> when you see the, the, all the ladies going to the sparkles on that side. Right. But... Know your limits. Exactly. Play, Play within, within it. it. Thank you. Not a sponsor. Yeah. But what I'm saying here is Yet. to someone who has a thousand bucks to play with versus someone who has ten thousand bucks to play with, you see that ten thousand dollar person win twenty grand and you're like, damn, he's lucky. That's chump change to him because yeah. he knew he was gonna lose ten grand when he and walked in. Ninety nine percent of the time, he's not touching that percent. Bless you Sorry, twice, make me. it nice. Bless you. So he would invest that. And your thousand dollars means she. the world to you. Right. Damn. And I've come off this. Right. And I've seen it physically and I know what it means. So people have to play within their ball game. And I think nowadays with social media and with this like kind of fake lifestyle that's drawn up for a yeah. lot of people, it stresses people out to be like, well, I'm at this age now. How come I'm not like Timmy over there? Well, because Timmy private? is a scammer. Facts. Facts. You have to play. You got to gotta understand if you're you, if your person on Instagram is in their on in below their late 30s right and they're driving a lambo something's up they're in a state where scamming's just rampant something's up then they're gonna call you and tell you they don't need your money bro <laughs> i'm just doing this to help you i mean um look we're getting on a tangent here people mm. to those out there we're sticking in the fight this is not even a tangent. this is exactly how six financial finances run soon. i'm just saying that i can wear different pairs of shoes throughout this, right? And I can think for the person that came from money and I can think for the person who came from nothing. Yeah. And for the person that came from nothing, you are looking at it like you are desperate. You're you're salivating. Whereas the person that came from a bit of money or doesn't have as much to worry about, they're more likely to make a better decision because any of us who do something out of desperation, yeah. you're likely to fail, right? Yeah. I'm now... If go you go on an episode of Shark Tank, they're always going to be like, well, I failed a million times. Don't be scared to fail. I'm fucking scared to fail, B. I'm no, a million fail. times, you, you should stop. I mean? Like failing. Listen, you failing. I don't care what the motherfuckers tell you. Lies. Failing a million times is a lot for is the a human problem, psyche. Right? Like, I'm Bill like you. Right. Sorry. I could take a 10 or two. A million times? There's an issue there. Then you realize you like you just made a new version of a strainer. But then they, <laughs> but then they learn... At the end of the day, they come up with their own formula to be like, this investment is always going to lead me on the right path. No matter what, if I can make nine good investments and one bad investment, yeah. I will never take that L. And that's where a lot of people don't have the options, right? So, folks, um, start talking to your money. It might just talk back. Facts. Because I'm happy I'm in a realm where I can have a discussion with my friends. 
it's and a taboo guess, subject to yeah, talk about money right? and what you make and what right? you did. What people say, take your money personally, have yeah. that shit make you feel away yep. when something happens to it, because then you'll you'll make better judgments with it. I'm very happy that I have a circle of friends that I can discuss money openly yep. and what moves to make and what next moves. Yep. And it's um, back to my philosophy of one, two, threes, where the basic things you do in your life, you can apply them to anything yep. in the world. And it's just like when you're playing a video game or brushing your teeth, you have your basics. You know, you might pause if it's a fighter game. Y'all don't know about this. Pausing and looking at control menu to see <laughs> where the high kick or low kick is. Yeah, where the high kick and low kick is. I want to get this shit down. And so applying that to your finances, mm-hmm. realizing where what I can scrape away. Mm-hmm. Is the bank really doing enough for me with my fucking money at this point? Or I should be able to go balls to walls because that, that bottle service you did last last year Think about all the club money you spent or event money you spent last year. Yeah. If things have gotten worse for you, that money's still there this year. Yep. So I challenge you to try and do something with that money. Facts. And guess what? For the night you went out and you didn't get no buddy to, to no trophies for the night or no great memories for the night, you that money might do more for you. Yeah. That money might be do do hey, I'll still Granted, first VIP I am, god damn, god damn. Don't get me wrong. There's good nights and bad nights, 100%. 100%. And I've spent money that I do not regret at all. And I knew it was a bad investment. But at the same time, I will. the memories, like you said, I yeah. will never get those again. You'll never get those. And those are Facts. the ones, those are like your win in stocks. But now when you can get your money to pay for you and... It depends also on your living standards, too, that's because true, if you have true. high taste and you have expensive taste, then you're never going to achieve that. You're always going to chase that. Yeah, but, I think you can. You just got to shift. But to those that are humble, yeah. for me personally, if I could get some type of uh, outside income that gets me 1000 to $2,000 every month, yeah. I'd be laughing. To me, that's like retirement. You brought it up about humbling. You know? And I, I, I've had this conversation today with my partner, and I, I wonder if I'm too humble on the financial front. Yeah, but it's because you don't like how many I times mu- I don't I don't need much um, tangible things to make me happy. Right. Right. And I figured maybe I'll be more aggressive financially in, in my prof- in certain professional settings if I wasn't this that you're going to make me now. I'm gonna, thanks, Craig. That's right. My anxiety is going to make me be like, um, are you not valuing yourself high enough? Should you be more aggressive in certain in certain financial dealings that you do? So, sorry for the next people that I do some. <laughs> some <laughs> Zane comes with a solution. Just be careful. I'm coming with a big club because I'm like, nah, I'm not humble on this one. I'm in my dick swing. Hey, it's it's all up to the individual, and it's all about uh, perspective, and it's all about your take on this. This is this is just our opinion. We're just stirring the sauce right now at Hidden Six Financial. Um. Let's let's segue out of this. All right. So we did a little bit of sports talk, but you yeah, know what's coming up next week, Super sir? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. No longer the Mega Bowl. Last year, no I was like, Mega yo, Bowl. I'm not supporting the Mega Bowl. We recorded while the Super Bowl was ongoing. That yeah. was a scrapped episode that Commitment. y'all will never hear. 
But Commitment to the art. This year, we got the reigning champions, Kansas City Chiefs, facing off with pretty boy, Mr. Tom Brady, Test on tube. every episode of Bachelor. Test tube Tom himself. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I never thought I would say Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl in the same <laughs> sentence. Honestly, Craig. ever since I was a kid, not that I'm a big football fan. You need those D squads. Fuck. You need Tampa the Bay B was a yeah, bad team, You need fam. your B right. They you need your teams that. that are just filler teams. They deserve that. Right? Give me another filler team. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati uh, Bengals. Okay, hold on. Cleveland Browns. Listen, because of this, we lost half of our Buffalo base. Yo, fuck Buffalo. Be no, Buffalo's my <laughs> squad. I rep Buff. I rep Green Bay and nah, Buffalo because nah. I'm no, no, no. I like underdogs that slowly work up. Of if you're against Buffalo, what the fuck? If Canada ever gets an NFL team, it's I don't Buffalo. Think we'll finish I don't want the Bills. Y'all can have that. Bro, Peace, no. I had a um. Play the I outro. I, I had... <laughs> it was over. <laughs> I had... We don't have an outro. We don't have an outro. I had... I smoked oh my, my pot Ricky Williams okay. sign when Ricky Williams came to play for the Argos. I know it's completely different Buffalo, but Facts. I'm repping for the team closest to us. Because nope. Buffalo seem... Nope. Nobody repped Buffalo. Nobody should. From... Um, <laughs> Taylor, the last quarterback, I'm like, yo. Doug Buffalo. Flutie, Argos went. Argos turned pro. Nope. I haven't heard that name in so long. Nope. How do you pull Doug Flutie nope. out of the hat? <laughs> so Craig's against, who's your who's your NFL team? Oof, damn, you got me on that. He didn't even have whatever an NFL team. It's the Colts. It, me, it's a house of Rodgers or house of Manning in my house. It's the Colts. Colts was my team it's along with Green Bay. Yeah. After Peyton Manning yeah. left, yep, don't talk about Eli. All right, all right, He's the step right. kid we keep on the See, stairs. we can agree on one thing. Listen, <laughs> Adam Vinatieri, don't get me started. <laughs> Look at here. Yeah. Um, Buffalo, you did your thing. I'm proud of you. This year was good for them. Who do you, Who's your pick? This year in the Super Bowl? Yes. I'm going to ride with the Chiefs. Fuck. I want the Chiefs to win. I want to go Chiefs so bad because I feel... It's only on a, the narrative yeah. for Pat Mahomes. Yeah. To talk, it's almost like a passing of the guard. It's uh, so apparently two records could be broken. It's either Brady gets the most Super Bowl wins as any NFL quarterback, or Mahomes becomes the youngest quarterback to have back-to-back -back Super Bowls. For people who don't know, uh, Craig said it before. Pre-COVID, facts. My house was a Super Bowl house. When Boston was here, I had dishes based on the state that was playing. That's what's up. Crab cakes for, for Boston. Like, I had a Super Bowl. I had Super Bowl cakes. You've catered for Brady for years on it. I had. <laughs> I'm swinging at you. Fuck you. <laughs> right? Um, I had Super Bowl parties. So much fun. Because yeah. I'm drunk. The rabbit was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so much. Because then people realized, like, yo, we can Super Bowl party can be a party. And it was the worst Super Bowls ever because it was boring as but fuck. But you turned it up. My tradition. As long as it was at Zane's, it I was a spot. I got my St. Vincent imprint on. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing my shit. Yeah, yeah. Now this one I can. It's gonna be low key, but I know my family's gonna because they know I like to. Be. Super Bowl is where I said everybody gets to get there. You okay over there? Blessed. Chris still sipping my brew. I Ooh. like it. Super Bowl is the one time where I say okay, everybody gets their favorite food. Okay. If you like lasagna, uh, I'm going to make lasagna. If you want wings, man, I'm doing wings. Audience, so, this is the most Canadian response to a Super Bowl event ever. Mm -hmm. 
Americans be going to war about this shit, okay? Regardless of whether or not your state is the one that's in there, yeah, you could bet that they are fucking pissed when Brady wins another chip. If <laughs> Brady wins another chip. You think it's going to be the same this year? I See, okay, so here's the reality of it. On the outside looking in, do I think Brady and the fucking Bucks are going to win? Yes, I do. That's my problem. I do. That's why I ask you who your pick is. I do. Because what every Pats fan slash Brady fan slash real people who understand football mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. quarterbacking, you never, ever... Brady can have 10 seconds on the clock. Mm -hmm. He's going to give you the best TV. It doesn't matter if the guy, if all the guys on his team have broken legs, he's going to call the same play. Yeah. And y'all better get downfield. And it doesn't matter what team it is. It doesn't matter who Tampa Bay is better get tested for for, um, steroids. (laughs) You can't have a wide receiver. I see those guys, these guys that beat the men down the field. Yeah. They're huge, and yeah. they're punching him in the face all the way down the field. Um, you can never count Brady out. Can't and count 100%, Brady. And, and 100%. I'm so mad at that. 100%. No matter how old LeBron this guy out. gets, yes. Fourth quarter, LeBron may I can not count show up. Com- I can count LeBron out. Yep, AD saved his ass. But Tom Brady honest. is weird. He's No, he's. this is what he's built for. A late clutch That's situation. True. He's got the plays. Yo, you don't think like he's like a LeBron in the sense that he is almost the coach, the GM, the owner. When Brady calls the play, you fucking run the play. Everything goes silent. You run the play. And I would want to be one of those guys because I'm like, yo, I'm going to be the best I can because I trust you. I know you got this. The Chiefs, uh, even if they are up three touchdowns and it's the fourth quarter, they will not have a victory that is in concrete. I think the Chiefs' idea was going to be come swinging. Exactly. Aggressive. If, watch. Second play, second um, touchdown of the Chiefs, they're going to go for the, somebody has to go for the for the conversion. They have, you think you're going to go for you a two-point? you got to start going balls to the wall. I'm, they did that in the, the Green Bay game. Looks like there was a couple of those, but whatever. We'll talk about that. But um, <laughs> I, I feel that, I feel that um, you're going to have some people to that end of the game, they're going to have to go hard. Because Pat Mahomes, as great as they are, they can't relax. The, uh, yes, exactly. Like, okay, let's not get this twisted. If you, I think regardless of teams to bet, I think your better bet would be the over-under on this game. So the over-under, I don't even know what the odds are right now. I'm going to look this up. But I would go for the over. Because if I was to guess between the Chiefs and between the Bucks. You're gonna probably have a 40, 50 point game. They got to, right? Damn. I think so. Bro, 56 and a half at the over under. That's insane. I knew it would be like that. That's insane. That's insane. No, so it's well, like, sorry. Where am I making some money here? I know you know your football, but I'm just gonna make sure. Go ahead, so go ahead, go ahead. The over under represents the points total of the game, right? So I okay. wouldn't even bet on. Bucks winning or Chiefs winning or this or that. You're or like, just bet? Or who holds the highest note on the freaking national anthem. The over-under <laughs> is the spot to bet. And it's the fact that is the score going to go over X amount or is it going to be under X amount at the end of the game? I think that's, yeah, that's usually the consensus, right? Yo. You, you, you got you to you're, you're overshoot it. Um, you take- I don't like the half. My halftime take is... The halftime kills football energy. I fucking hate it. As a, as a guy that played football oh, before, 
Listen, if I have to go back into the locker room while the weekend's losing his shit outside, Let's guess I'm getting deflated. Is the pit bull performing? Daddy! <laughs> yo, yo, friend I'm of the so show. I'm tired of this pit shit. <laughs> pit bull, where the you pit at, bull. yo? <laughs> We're going to get pit bull on this show. Oh, my God. But, yo, mm. 56 and a half over under for Super Bowl. Like, come on now. That is insane. I was originally going to say to bet over. But at 56 and a half, I would probably recommend y'all bet under because regardless I, of how bad your defense is, yeah. you are not going to have a 60-point Super Bowl game. That's I not going to happen. I think it's going to be like just below, I, like, it's going to be just below, it's going to be a high-scoring game just below, like, 40. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a 38 to, to 28 kind of thing. That's I, I think it's going to be a two-score lead, two-score at the end. I'm going to see who's Don't back on that because I don't want you guys come telling me you put money on it. I know nothing you bet. <sighs> you gonna, called it, I, I'm going to talk to some people that I don't like to talk to about and <laughs> get some money organized. But um, like I said, um, this is a problem because it's be it would be fitting for Mahomes to beat Tom Brady. Yes. And it also be fittings for Tom Brady to win going to Tampa Bay. That would be a big fuck you to the uh, Patriots for sure. That would be a big fuck you to the Patriots for you. And that's a, that's why I get the odds. Yeah. I think those odds are half emotional. They have Not, nothing to do with numbers. Because they're all passing teams, right? So these guys are both throwing bombs. These guys are both going to throw for hundreds of yards a game. Uh, by the way, the weekend will be performing. So With his old face? <laughs> yeah, with his new we'll face. we get to see. What weekend is weekend's actual face? face? Comment at or the, the new face. Instagram. I'll be mad if he's in bandages. Bruh. So, he's trolling. Uh, in reality, I think Brady's going to take this home. But, but I would really like to see the Chiefs take it. I would like to see Mahomes cement his name in the concrete of the Super Bowl history. Um, I He's going to... Look, the Bucks themselves, wait, it's great concrete? to see the name. I'm is just he, saying. Wait, 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 wait. What happened last year? Chiefs won it. So Mahomes he's, he's already there. Yeah. I'm, I don't mind him missing a year and coming back next year and doing some shit. That's what I'm saying. It was where. It's when it's against. It's who? so 50 50, it's annoying. When it's Brady versus your Peyton Mannings, when it's Brett Favre, when it's Aaron Rodgers. Peyton. Mahomes mm. is making his way into Omaha. this now. <laughs> Mahomes is a household name, whether you like it or not. Brady, regardless of the team that it's attached to, is the household name. Now, Brady, at the same time, with the amount of appearances he's got, there's a 50-50 likelihood he could lose. And you couldn't even be mad at that. He's just going after the GOAT status. If he wins, he's GOAT. All, all talk he's is been done. GOAT. All talk is done. Yeah. If Mahomes takes it, Brady might still come back. I think this guy's going to be like 60 years old, still playing fucking football. I don't know. Brady's 60 years old. He's better than half the quarterback. Brady's mid 40s right now, and he could still go. Never for mind another. that baby gazelle, that baby giraffe gallop he has right? when he's trying to run, right? Yeah. But um, that's pretty much it for our sports segment. I think that's but, it for our episode 17 segment, oh, sir. Oh, one thing. Although Craig wanted to bring up the white power in the beginning, uh, R.I.P. to Cicely Tyson. <sighs> you definitely were. Everybody's grandma in every great black movie. <laughs> you never saw Sissy Tyson. This is how, this is how old not. Sissy Tyson is. Sissy Tyson is in a good way. You never seen her in baddie form. No, that's how old she, she is. Pretty much our Sydney female Sydney Portier. Okay, she was. She's Oprah's OG. Angela Mayo's OG. Oh shit! Right, so. Yeah. 
Sissy Tyson, R.I.P. Whenever I see a movie, and I, before I cut it off, and if you're in it, I told my girl you should watch that because that's a great black woman. It's scary. Like we lost all our legends. It's going, but it doesn't hit as much. Okay, because we're getting accepted. I think people are coming, becoming complacent. And I knew yeah. this was part of the age and the part of the territory when you hear the so-and-so's passing away. Yeah. But I feel like in my generation and probably your generation, we have adopted so much when it comes to the record player, to yeah. the cassette, to the CD, to the DVD, to the streaming platforms, the Blu-rays. Craig, COVID, sorry to cut you off. COVID mm. fucked up some innovations, but mm -hmm. the next 10 years are going to be crazy for humanity. I, I agree. 100%. Take pride in that, people. Take pride in like the leaps in technology and advancement in society as a whole. Yep. Whether for better or for worse. I think for the young people, y'all are just going from fucking digital to hologram. So when that happens, Ew. just make sure to hit the six podcasts out be here on so hologram. Whack. <laughs> and that's the thing. Holograms ain't much of me because you know what it is? I've never seen good holograms that are good holograms. They look like holo whether the light, you see the theater projection light from the yeah, top, yeah. or they glitch. Even in the best video games we play, the holograms are still very much <laughs> holograms. For anybody that was raised in the 70s, the 60s, anything like that. They don't know about them shit. They, didn't do them they shit do because of Star Wars. Anybody that's Trek. been brought up on that, <laughs> Star Trek, y'all been waiting for holograms to come through. Mm. Now, will we be able to operate it when it comes out? We don't know. They but did that. They did. They're doing a CNN did that last year, I think, before the Trump election. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do, definitely during their bomb election where they would have like a hologram reporter Yo. walking 3D walking over like the states and stuff so only fans holograms just saying I'm getting mad because some of those um, CGI shit is, getting is a actually getting to me it's getting out of hand it's almost like I, I can't guess tell <laughs> <laughs> no you know where they win because they're pulling the SMR crowd their sounds is quality so you're like I guess right but that's not where we're going. I digress. Maybe we, we'll save that for episode 18. As I said, as Alison Vincent, pull back. <laughs> right? I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Mm -hmm. uh, as I said mm -hmm. before, y'all mm -hmm. can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at The Hidden Six, T-H-E-H-I-D-D-E-N-S-I-X. Y'all better leave us a like, a comment, a post, something on IG, because may I read it? Maybe not. He never reads it, guys. But I want to know that it's there. <laughs> I want that love to be reciprocated, all right? And as always, I want to make sure y'all are working diligently in your contactivities. Continue to wash y'all hands. Continue to wash y'all asses. Mm -hmm. And we will see you on the next episode of The Hidden Six. Don't forget, do some with your money. Peace. Peace. <laughs>